uh, Steve, where, where, where's the intro? What the fuck's going on, man? I'm not doing an intro. It's not, it's not happening this week. Not until you call me out, Gordo. What, what, what are you talking about? Why do you want me to call you out? I'm... I, I just want you to call me out so I can press play. <laughs> Steve, I, you, you really want me to call you out? Gordo, as a matter of fact, I've been waiting all day and praying that you'd call me out. For fuck's sake. You know what? You know what, Steve? I'm going out to that ring, to my yard, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to record my podcast right now. Gordo, 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 the big dog, Gordo, Gordo, Gordo. He's so strong. You know what? I have never in my life had a man turn around to me and tell me that he wants me to call him out like that. So you know what, Steve? I'm fucking calling you out. Oh, I'm Fuck. delighted you called me out. Oh, if anyone comes in between us, I'd be disgusted. Uh, disgusted. Whoa, whoa, oh. whoa, 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 whoa. Guys, guys, guys. Hold the ball. Save it for Sunday. I'm going to fucking knock his head off. But I'll just press play now, so. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I suggest you go out there and call me out. As a matter of fact, I've been waiting all day and praying that you call me out. So Bobby Lashley, get your ass out here because I am calling you out. Bobby Lashley oh, said, don't call me out. He said, don't call me out. As a matter of fact, I've been waiting all day and praying that you call me out. Bobby Lashley oh, said, this. don't call me out. He said, don't call me out. So we're, if we're putting fault on somebody, I'm putting it on Roman Reigns. Itsy Bitsy Balor climbed up to the top rope. Oh, somebody kill me, please! Down came the constable and crushed all his hope. Somebody kill me, please! On my knees, pretty, pretty, please! He'll meet his end of days for the whole world to see. Nicky again this week, lads. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? He just shows up whenever he wants, this guy. Strolling around the place like he owns the place. Uh, no, I, I think it's unfortunately a little bit more serious than that, Steve. It's It's been a tough week for Nicky. He started the week strong. We recorded the OTT podcast. He was all full of hope and joy. Then he watched her all. R.I.P. Yeah. Nicky. Yeah. I, th- I thought he went to the UFC. Could have. In, a, in, you know... Fantasyland, where nice things happen. Uh, strolling in, waiting for his paycheck. He only yeah. does his dates, you know. That's Nicky. Mm-hmm. Holding Can't... other people down, like us young, talented guys. Yeah. And for some reason, he keeps dragging a red belt with him as well, huh? Yeah, that's how he does things. Mm, what a weirdo. Fucking weirdo. How were the men? Gordo and Steve with us. Nicky mightn't be here. It's the next two weeks either. Oh, what's, what's that noise I hear? 
That is the first of many cans. Oh, wait, what? Oh. Now, now let's complete the Holy Trinity. I will point out, I'm quite worried about the beer supply because after this can and my next can, there's only six cans left. <laughs> that means you've got 33 and a third percent chance of getting drunk right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's 133 percent chance Gordon's getting drunk. <laughs> so we figured it's Friday the 13th. Let's all get pissed. What could possibly go wrong? Ah, yeah. We we need it. We need it badly. That's our creative process here. Yeah. <sighs> Where do you even start? Uh, I'm going to save the, the latest news. I don't know if you've heard. Fuck it, we'll come out with it. Do you heard the Emmy news? Oh, God, no. What? <laughs> Luckily, the, sen- the common sense has prevailed and WWE were not nominated for an Emmy after all the work they did. Yay! No, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> That means I'm going to try double hard next year. Oh, I mean, so, if, could you imagine if the Emmy news came out after the fucking open to Raw? Oh, good God. Oh, oh God. So does that mean that WWE is not a TV company producing a wrestling show? I, or, what, I just don't even know what it means anymore. What is life, Steve? What Baby, is life? don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> no more. <laughs> raw hurts us every fucking week um, let's start with the fun stuff instead we'll get to that bollocks later because like there's a load to go through like you have Brock showing up in the UFC challenging Daniel Cormier to a heavyweight title fight what's a Brock yeah. what's a Brock well he's actually the second topic uh, we're talking about the universal title and what the fuck it actually is we'll what's go universal title um, and I uh, I don't want to name everything, actually, because I think some of this is getting cut. <laughs> <We're> definitely <laughs> talking about New Japan, anyway, um, and being the elite on the whole uh, NWO and uh, Wolf. I mean, uh, black and white. Being the elite, cancelled pay per views, and then eventually, eventually, we'll get to Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> Maybe, like we'll definitely get to how the bad stuff in Raw because I'm pretty down on it this week am I alone in being pretty down on the entire company this week they can all get fucked Steve you're always the pillar of positivity and you play devil's advocate Uh, my pillar of positivity came in the unlikely figure of Sin Cara this week (laughs) that says it all my friend yep we'll we'll cover that later so this this gentleman uh, large large dude blonde haired guy lives in the mountains or lives in in, in the woods or something Brock Lesnar Shows I up. thought you were talking about Hulk Hogan. Oh, no, different man. Oh, it's a different shark. Okay. Different main eventer. Uh, Daniel Cormier beats Steve Miocic for the heavyweight UFC heavyweight title. He's now the champ champ of the sure. uh, heavyweight end of the division. Except um, he's the champ champ who lets you defend his fucking titles. That's the thing. That is the thing. I think it's like two years since uh, Connor's actually fought in the UFC next month. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Ah. But um, anyway, you know, DC has a promo with uh, her, has a promo, has an interview with Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, it was about like to be a promo. A promo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it definitely was a promo. Um, so Joe Rogan is talking to him and he calls out Brock, you know, who just happened to be there. That was lucky, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets into the ring, he pushes Daniel Cormier, and he kind of gets in his face, and Daniel's not backing down. Calls Steve, <laughs> Steve Miocic and, and uh, Francis Ngannou pieces of shit. And he says, DC, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. This guy can talk. Get Paul Heyman away from him. Just let him curse. I yep. say I let Brock Lesnar curse. And then I'm all on board the Brock train again. 
Fox and Lever. Fox Also, Francis Ngannou. Holy fuck, worst fight ever. Oh, that was bad. I'm not a big UFC fan, but even I could have done better. He had sh- he threw 13 punches before the start of the 15 round. True, not landed. True. Insane. Like that was a five round fight, wasn't it? For supposedly the second best fighter in the world. I think it was only a three. Three, three, three. Sorry. But still, anyway. yeah, this was absolute cack. Uh, but anyway, uh, as as you know, they have their stare down. Brock breaks a 20 grand camera. Uh, Joe Rogan was still holding on to the mic because he does that really annoying thing where he keeps holding the mic next to the guy's face. So Brock throws his arm and hits the camera. So Joe Rogan definitely got his hand hit against a very expensive and hard <laughs> camera. Uh, but Dana can be heard as he leads Brock away. He's like, that's good. Come on, get out of here before the commission gets goes crazy or gets here. I couldn't make out what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because Brock uh, apparently had his name redacted when he went back into the um, USADA testing pool. So he, oh. he has been back in there for an unspecified amount of time. Ooh. So he's, he had a six months to serve when it was frozen, when he uh, technically retired like an idiot. He should never have done that. And uh, so he might be back for this November Madison Square Garden show. <laughs> well, that is to be confirmed because I assume that's money. Connors. I assume money, that's Connors. Money, 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 money. I would look at Brock being your New Year's show, probably, because um, I think Connor's got November there. Uh, Connor, fucking Khabib. Oh boy, that, that like you put Connor and Khabib in the garden. They can put any fucking price they want on them tickets, and real one will pay it. <laughs> <laughs> will Connor be allowed to compete in New York though I'd say so it'll bring enough money into the state will he get uh, like a day release from prison for it well, I wonder will they will they want to risk having a card with Connor on well then again the people that tune in just for Connor I was going to say you know how uh, strict the New York State Athletic Commission has been with UFC mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonder they don't want to risk a big card there, but ah, look, this massive Greg Garden they have to. What am I talking about? Uh, interesting thing about this whole Brock thing. You know how when uh, a wrestler appears on a TV show anywhere and farts, I don't feel... they they uh, to spend fifteen minutes talking about it. They didn't was... mention Brock in the UFC at all. It was the biggest sports story of the weekend. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention his name during the whole show. <sighs> oh, and they mentioned uh, another superstar's involvement with UFC over the last week as well. So. Ronda oh. Rousey getting nominated or getting inducted to the Hall of Fame all over the show. Brock Lesnar making an appearance and challenging for the heavyweight title. Not an iota. Broke the internet, he did. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking peep. Uh, what does that tell you? Yeah. Did... This title he has, this red belt thing, that I assume means he's some sort of champion. It's hard to know what that thing means. Uh, interesting fact, right? We saw this on Twitter. I sent it to you. Eddie Guerrero is the last man to pin Brock for a WWE championship of any kind. That was no way out 2004 before mm-hmm. WrestleMania 20. That is insane. Brock <laughs> has defended the Universal title, I think, I want to say seven or eight times. Think about that. Now, he won it at WrestleMania last year. So that yeah. is 15 months ago. Seven he, or eight defenses. Has he defended it seven or eight times? Including house shows and shit, I think so, yeah. Because didn't he do one where he reappeared at a house show and beat Kane? Oh, neat. 
So was it 478 days, I think it was, or was it 458 days? Well, Either I, way, it's the longest universal title reign in history. <laughs> yeah, there, there is what I wanted to get to. What, what do you do with this thing now? I, I read a theory, some fan theory, not fan, kind of booking thing online, that you just retire the fucking thing. So you can keep you can keep your fantasy of Brocknet getting pinned. Just retire the fucking thing. Get rid of it. Bring it, back it, the old undisputed belt. I'd like that. It, it's tainted goods. There's no save in this title now. Because it's going to let it's going to reigns after this. <laughs> Rollins winning it would do something for it, but uh I kinda I don't want anything retired, but I thought maybe and the last thing they want to do is retire belts. All they want is more belts. More mm-hmm. people, more belts. Mad for the belts. Mad for the belts. What do you what do you make of it, Steve? What what's your thoughts on this title? So like I, I I don't understand people's hatred towards Brock Lesnar, the person. It's not like he's choosing not to appear at these dates and choosing not to drop the belt. You know, Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar gets told to do because Brock Lesnar has a contract. Brock Lesnar isn't a stupid man. Brock Lesnar is a rich man. So this is all coming from Vincent K. McMahon's genius master plan. Somehow he's concocting this and thinking, okay, well, Brock Lesnar is going to do stuff. But that's that's what people are complaining about, though. That's That's the whole problem. Yeah, but they're taking their anger out on Brock rather than the company that's a lot like the way i complain about the miz it's nothing to do with the guy mike i think his name is it, it's the character no that's just your innate hatred towards talent but that's, <laughs> that's a completely says, different avenue says captain hates enzo more the <laughs> most talented wrestler of all time <laughs> but like you it's a strange one like we all assumed that the belt was going to cross over to reigns at mania we we, we had moved on from the concept that it couldn't happen yeah, except for we, me, I, we, I lived this out in was, This was part of this is what we knew what was happening. Then it was like, okay, in April he will be the champion. We had accepted this yeah. fact. Yeah, and then the uh, status quo would have been we would have a reigning defending champion on the show week in week out. Now we don't have that. We have we have an IC belt, which is the hottest property on Monday Night Raw, which while being defended by Seth Rollins felt like the biggest belt. Now with Dolph Ziggler. A little bit tarnished with the whole Drew partnership. Is he legit champion or is he, you know, a paper champ because he's got a big guy watching his back? When will the belt come back? Will the belt come back? How can it come back? Who can be defending it? Who will be challenging for it? I, like, I think after Mania, I, I know I personally was, I was fine with Reigns winning it. That, that seemed perfectly okay to me. Even after yeah. the, the, the greatest Royal Rumble, fine with that too. Yeah, I, I I can only assume that they didn't put the belt on Reigns for one of two reasons. One, they were incredibly petty and wanted to break Punk's record. Or two, they felt that Reigns couldn't carry the belt. Which now, I don't think that would be their concern. I think it's more the storyline that that goddamn WWE management want to keep that big dog down. But that hasn't carried over at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not stone cold. He's too busy feuding with everyone else that he keeps forgetting in his like seven promos a fucking night to mention that <laughs> oh, the machine is holding me down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I To be honest with you, they could justifiably take the belt off Lesnar in a multitude of different ways. You've got Strowman having the briefcase now and you know he just has to find, find Lesnar to be able to cash it in, but you could look at the, the opportunity of reinventing or rejuvenating the the main event picture on Raw 
by getting that belt back. So it could add a, a new layer of entertainment to the show that we haven't seen in so long. The show is fucked because of it. There's no focal point. It's like my whole thing with football, this false nine crack. I can't stand it. Play a striker. <laughs> and even yeah. at that, play two strikers. That's the way you do it. I hate this yeah. fucking one striker crack as well. The, ty- the, the whole company is built around what they'd say it isn't. Wins and losses going on the road to winning mm-hmm. championships. There's no championship to win. Yeah. What is the main event? The main event is always the champion. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> someday it won't be. Rapid fire, okay? One word. Is Reigns main eventing? I'm saying. Oh, hells yes. Do you know why? Big dog gone eat. Well, not even big dog gone eat. Another stat. Um, since any dual brand pay-per-view since the brand split, so we're including, like we say, the big four, whatever cross-brand ones they've done when they were actually separate, and since they've brought them back together for pay-per-views, the WWE Championship has not main evented any of them. Fucking ah. hell. I don't think it's doing this one either. I think no. it's it's I think it is Roman. Oh, it has to be. If it's not Roman, it's gonna be Strowman. Yeah. The cage match. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there later, but I think um we should bar <laughs> well then again, unless Nikki would disagree with us on the predictions, we should probably bar Roman main eventing as a wild card. Because we're all gonna pick it and it's all a point each, which makes it pointless. <laughs> But uh, we've yeah, talked about that. I'm all, for, I'm all for going with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. It um, is decided because there's no gamble there. Then. Yeah. Or we go with like the T3 boys, where they have negative points. Yeah, but a bunch of bastards. I was trying to pick, make the picks earlier, and that was fucking tough. So look, we're going to talk about them later. They called yeah. us out last week. Called us out, like Lashley or like Roman called out Lashley. Ah, you know, I'm glad I'm they you... called me out. I've been waiting here for weeks, hoping they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We'll get to them at the very end after our predictions for Extreme Rules this Sunday. Let me just go downstairs and cook up some pancakes for us to be grand. Lovely. Um, yeah, I don't know what we accomplished with that conversation about the Universal title, just that it means fuck all. And the show is... <laughs> Looks like that conversation. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, very quickly, the thing I noticed, the, the UFC Hall of Fame, as you mentioned, Steve, with Ronda, Nice and quick, two hours, four inductees. Nice, moved on at a great little pace. It was perfect. WWE main, uh, Hall of Fame from this year, I think, is still going on. I think Goldberg oh is just wrapping God. up. And then um, the script are going to sing Hall of Fame at the end. <laughs> and that should that... take it up to uh, take over wherever WrestleMania is on this year. Where is it on? New Jersey or somewhere? New Jersey. or New. Well, no, no, New York. They don't want to admit it's in New Jersey. It's oh, in New yes. York. <laughs> Man, that was fucking painful Hall of Fame this year. I sat through all of that and I regretted it immensely. Here's a, a nice little thing they do. They induct four people and a match into the Hall of Fame. So it was Henderson Ooh. and Shogun, who, Shogun uh, who were entered into it this year. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. That is fantastic. Top of your head, Steve. What's the first match? Not the first match they'd put in because they'll put in Hogan and Andre. That'll be their first one they'll put in. Um, what's the one you'd put in I would have to go with Taker Michaels 26 nice the retirement match I, I think that was literally one of my favourite matches of all time Gordo I, uh, I would go with uh, Melina versus Alicia Fox <laughs> it, was a great, it was a fantastic match <laughs> um, no no I'll joke aside I, it's actually a tough one um, it is I should have prepared you but I thought I'd just throw it at you and see oh, that. You're, you're a bastard for that I, lo- I love you but you're a bastard for it <laughs> Um, oh, shite. I would I, go. I'll give you mine if you want. Yeah, you go and then I'll go because I'm thinking I, it's your I, Because I, I, I was based on my WrestleMania thing as well. I'd put in me personally, they won't. I put in Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 7. 
That would yeah. be one I'd put in. Yeah. But if it was non-WrestleMania, uh, Taker, Jeff Hardy on Raw that time for the Undisputed title. Fucking still love that match. I watch that maybe mm-hmm. twice a year. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, by that logic, then, I would go, and it'll never happen because of under-participants, but if we were to go non-WrestleMania, I would go with the two-man power trip against Jericho and Benoit. Ooh. Flag match. That is one of my like that. It's one of the matches I go back and watch the whole time. I have a tag team playlist I go through, and that's always the first one I watch, followed by the some of the revival stuff from NXT. Um, you know, for just overall match, I would probably go end of an era Hell in a Cell match from Mania 28. I'm biased because it's the only Mania I've been to, but I just love Taker, I love Trips, and I love Michaels. Just, just that moment of all of them on the stage afterwards was class. Nice, and be a nice little way to bring Hogan back in. Mm. You know, because it will be a Hogan match. They will, like it'll have to be Hogan Andre. It'll have to be Andre as their first one. Um, if they did, they should definitely do this. They should, really should. I think it'd be great. You know what it would be? It would be the Divas Battle Royal from WrestleMania 25. That was a catch as catch can classic. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was uh, Santina Marella? Santina Marella. What a what a victory. What and a maneuver. And also what a babe. Oh yeah. Oh, do you remember Can't when I? Uh, that, you'll never get it up. Do you remember the one I interviewed the guy from Grapple Arcade, Mark? Yeah. yeah. Remember he said they were brewing a beer. Oh yeah. Yeah, they had the the beer came out. I um I saw it there earlier in the week, and he did not take my suggestion to call it a catch as catch can. Wow. What a damn it! So I think for the second brew, he's going to have to do it. Sure, well, we should just brew one and just take that name ourselves. Yeah, just get a can of Heineken and just put the name over it. No one will bit, suspect a thing. Bit of masking tape, be fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. The same. Yeah. yeah, after one, they're all the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boys, did you see New Japan at the weekend? Live from the Cow Palace. Showing! So good. Yeah, mm-hmm. great ending to it. As all Hook New it Japan up to my veins. As all New Japan pay-per-views go, you kind of skip the first two hours. It's just filled with tag matches. <laughs> <laughs> no, watch them every second. I, I watch them, if I'm not watching them live, I'll watch the, 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 you know, the top three matches. And then if I have time, I'll go back and watch the rest of them. Mm-hmm. If I think they have any storyline potential to them outside of 10-man tags for the sake of them. But uh, Jim Ross was a big story out of this one. Poor Jim mm. broke a rib. Yeah, he got it attacked. Did. Yeah, it was during the Juice Robinson and Jay White match for the IWGP US title. Uh, he did a suplex into the guardrail. I think it was the Jay hit on Juice Robinson. The table hit him in the ribs. It kind of pushed back. Um, and apparently, I just read this online. I don't know if it's true. I've seen it in a few places. But Josh Barnett, the run-in wasn't planned, if reports are to be believed. Uh, JR needed to be checked, so Josh got up rather than have dead air. He ran in to cover it. Uh, it's not sure, as I said, not sure how much of that's true, but I've seen it a few places. Mm. Uh, apparently, before the show, JR warned them about the seating arrangements and how the booth was set up, and he told them not to wrestle near it just in case, and then they did it. And he was pretty pissed off because he, you know, he was he wasn't shy about giving off about while well, giving off about them while he was on the commentary when he got back mm. up. You yeah, know about the was... outside the ring rule. It was like they've been outside the ring for over a minute now. There's no rules that are enforced. It's embarrassing. It's like <laughs> whoa. Maybe one of the last times we see JR working for New Japan, I reckon. Probably. For well, the he's, it's Access TV, so it's not necessarily directly for New Japan. So any shows that's in America, it's going to be him and Barnett that are doing it. And to be fair, I think JR did a much better job this time around than at Long Beach in January. Yeah, it wasn't Bar- like, 
It wasn't like J- uh, George Hamilton the other night with Pogba and Matuidi. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Umtiti. It was Shadli Azel. Oh, get fucked! No, he, he was much. He was much better. Like the odd names were was uh, was wrong, but he he knew himself to stay away from you know directly talking names and such, and he just focused on the storyline. And man, you, you listen to him calling matches, and then you watch Raw. Oh my! Like one of the things. Oh my, of, indeed. <laughs> oh my! One of the overriding things I took from um, the in between, or between the ropes uh, talk we had with Jr. a couple of weeks ago was Jr.'s hatred for a three-man booth. He despises them, and one of his biggest pet hate is when a commentator goes, "Oh my God, did you see that?" Yes, we're watching You're the watching same thing. It. Clearly, we did. And just his, you know, he hates he hates when there's Seth Rollins. No, not Seth Seth Rollins. Rollins does that move. (laughs) But like the whole thing about the three man booth versus two man booth is the the three man booth is just constant talk, constant constant talk. There's there's no chance for people to enjoy the match and just get invested in a match because all they're hearing is chatter from the three guys that not always relates to the match. Yeah, and it doesn't an argument between coach and Corey about something completely unrelated, and there's guys landing yeah. on their fucking heads ten feet away yeah. from them. Did you Person see? Crazy. Did you see Corey has a new T-shirt out? <sighs> Shut up, Saxton. Did it not say about his? Did it not have his list of rules of punk rock? <laughs> no, 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 none of them. Literally just says "Shut up, Saxton," and it has his face on it. Uh, but uh, Jr. also said that he caught some of the World Cup while he was on tour. And he noticed that the commentators were not afraid to leave 10, 15 second gaps in commentary and just let the action speak for itself. And he said, that's perfect. That's what you want. You want people to be able to interpret what they're seeing themselves without being spoon fed everything that they're supposed to understand. So what you're saying is we need to get legendary RTE commentator George Hamilton to work for Access TV and and cover this thing. Can you imagine Um, the pronunciation? As long as he brings Brian Kerr with him. Yeah, he can. He can actually be like the ring announcer. I'm <laughs> like, oh, Jackson Oh, Jackson Any? Oh God, that'd be great. <laughs> the way he does. Uh, oh God, how does he do it? Because he said, you know, it's Okada. Yeah, I should have. And yeah. I'm not going to do the bit where I pretend I'll have time later and then I get I put the sound in right here because I'm not doing that because I won't be able to find it. <laughs> um, what was your match of the night? Um, Juice and Jay, I think. Really? I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the same. There was so much coming out of it too, even if you know some of it kind of, you know, <laughs> JR broke his ribs. But uh, <laughs> we, there was a lot of news items. We'd say the biggest one probably non-storyline wise was poor uh, Harumu Takahashi mm. with that horrendous horrendous move that they did with Dragon Lee with the, what's it called a Steenalyzer Steenalyzer USB well? one of Kevin Steen's old moves yeah but there's, it's a Phoenix something and there's some move on it anyway uh, um, Phoenix Plex I think is what they call so, it but yeah. it's... so who was at fault like he was he supposed to he packages them up and then he just throws them over and lands them on his neck now I've seen it done right there's a video of top and bottom of one being done right, and then what happened? He's supposed to hold him and then drop him kind of on the top of his back and hold him down for a pin. And he let him go, and then Hiroma Takahashi slid on the floor head first. He landed right on his head. 
Yeah. It was scary as fuck. I never want to see that move ever again. Ever. There's too oh. much margin for error. And I'm Xbox probably... was saying the same on Twitter. He's like, there's, there's too much margin for error there. Why would you do yeah. this? It's it's a move that's designed to be a bigger guy hitting it on a smaller guy. Which is why Steen slash Owens was the one who is most known for using it. Because to steal Tyler Bates moniker, he's a big strong boy. He's he's well, but he's well able to hit these moves. Like it was, I mean, can you imagine him hitting that on someone Zane's size? Like it's, yeah. it's more believable. He's going to be able to horse him up over and get him to land correctly. And there's also the fact that Dragon Lee had wrestled. If it's to be believed, that was his fourth match in 24 hours. Yeah, which is insane. And you think that was late in the match? They're they're all sweaty and they're tired. Yeah, That's I mean, that, the that was 25 odd minutes into this match. Like. As my one of my favorite phrases, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze there. Like, what was no. the impact of that move? Oh, a kind of suplex. You know, the, it, it, it wasn't even that. It's not a big high spot either. So what was yeah. the point? And the worst part of it was, is that that was a fantastic match up until that point. Yeah. And that killed the crowd. And by God, it nearly fucking killed Hiromu as well. Yeah. So the latest we heard was that he may not need surgery. That's as of we recorded this like Thursday night. Um, that he may not need surgery, but apparently he collapsed backstage and he was taken to hospital, and that looked bad. I'm finished amazed he finished the match. I'm amazed that yeah. he finished mm-hmm. that match. That was incredible from um, professional. Yeah, stupid, but maybe. But... No, no, Sin Cara popping out a finger here. Um, hmm. But yeah, like I think if I think you could see there was something all right from then on, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you can see it straight off the bat, but fair fucks to that man for finishing it off, but. Great show overall, though. Yeah. But uh, the ending, then, we, I suppose we'll get to. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out in a King Mabel entrance. I really enjoyed that little throwback. Colors, and uh, it was perfect. It was absolutely yeah. perfect. Um, so Kenny gets the win anyway. That's his first uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship defense. But the story is what happened after the match. So Kenny and the Bucks are on stage. But then the Tongans and uh, Haku appear behind them. Kenny and the Young Bucks do their elite pose and then the Tongan lads attack and they beat those boys something fierce and it was a callback to being the elite last week where Nick said something bad's going to happen when he had one of his premonitions. Um, he does that thing where he rolls the eyes in the back of his head and he did the same thing on stage before they got hit. The attention Genius. to detail there is amazing. And the key here, Steve, is don't turn your back on the wolf pack. <laughs> so look, you know, a faction gets too big. They're wearing black and white T-shirts. And then, you know, some of the guys break off and wear black and red T-shirts. It's a story as old as time. <laughs> but, uh, oh, it's perfect. I love it. And um, what I love is it's going to break out Tamatonga now. And he is legitimately one to watch because he is what WWE want Roman Reigns to be. He's like Seth Rollins meets Roman Reigns. But talented and over. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the whole thing was that they, you know, the boys beat them up. Um, they're wearing the black and white BT or Bullet Club T-shirts, and then they take them off to reveal the black and red F- Bullet Club firing squad. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> after this, Matt tweeted out hashtag Bullet Club Elite. So I assume this is Bullet Club Elite versus Bullet Club firing squad. Don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. So which one is Bullet Club Wolf Pack? I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> no, you see, Gordo, what I'm saying is, is that, is that, is that where Chase that... is that where Chase Owens is going to end up? Nobody wants him. one man Wolfpack. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So thoughts on the re- the rehashing of the NWO versus the Wolfpack? Ah, oh, perfect. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Hook it up to my veins. Yep. Um, Civil War and the Bullet Club. Uh, we said make... it was going to come, but we didn't. We couldn't ever have predicted how it came. Yeah. The uh, do you remember? I remember seeing something in Tomatonga tweeted out the boys are back together in September. So maybe they've gone a bit early. But I don't know if you know Gorillas of Destiny have their um, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put up a one-minute video today, and you see behind a shot, you see <clears throat> a bad luck valet, kind of a shot behind his head. He's lighting up a cigar, and he calls in the hit. Oh. So he calls Tama to call in the hit, and then they show the T-shirt. So that was posted like afterwards or whatever. So that's going to be their version of being the elite. So you're going to have both sides of this when a YouTube show. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, like, it's so fucking good. I and am here's, and I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it even better, right? So Nash and Hall, they were the whole wolf pack because that was their. They were the originals and all this sort of stuff. If I could click my fingers, <laughs> Fergal Devitt and the two boys show back the Good Brothers. They come back in black and red, and you've got Elite versus OGBC. Oh, hook it to my veins. I can only become so erect, Steve. Stop it. I would stop watching WWE. <laughs> Done. If you put that on a week, well, you are. You're going to get two weekly shows. They just happen to be 10, 15 minutes long, which suits me down to the ground. <laughs> if I could get my wrestler on every Monday in 10 minutes, I fucking would. Imagine how short this podcast would be. It'd be great. So little editing for you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I could have so many more zany, wacky sounds to fill for time. So much more space for activities. Oh man! Um, so I love this straight off the bat. I fucking love it. So good. Um, and the big, the biggest total point of them all that in 2018, Haku was the closing shot of a fucking pay per view. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, that kind of leads us well into um, into being the elite. Then uh, it started off kind of with Marty Jones to join the Alpha Club, and he's hiding in Chris Jericho's hotel room, and Jericho puts him on the not list. It's definitely not the list. Not the list. WWE not copyright. List. You can't use that here. Yes, <laughs> yes. For a tape of Marty's work, and you get back to him in a week, a couple of months, a year, two, three years, four years tops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we kind of see throughout the show Matt talking to both Kenny and and Cody, saying, you know, that they're still good in Cody. He can see it and all this sort of stuff. Uh, it was a bit Star Wars. Now I can tell Cody had that idea. <laughs> but, um, uh, same with Kenny then later Bucks were like just don't kill him he was like you know what was it the going to hit him he, with 27 he, knees yeah he, know, he knows what he signed up for what are you going to kick him or knee him in the face 20 times like, that is what it is um, <clears throat> the best part though maybe not the best because the best is at the end but uh, Kenny in the Bucks in the locker room talking <laughs> on through the match <laughs> 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 Kenny's there reading a the book and he's the glasses uh, low over his nose He's like, uh, Bucks, how are you? How's your match looking today? Like, uh, not great, Kenny. Four stars. He's like, oh, four stars. Uh, and he's like, uh, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And he goes, yeah, that'll just bring us up to four and a half. He's like, oh, that's average at best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the ironic thing is like, you can actually take that scene and show it to like 97% of the WWE staff and roster and like, as an educational clip, you know, like back in secondary school, you're showing like sex ed videos. It's like, here, boys, here's how to wrestle. Yeah, but, they'll, yeah, but you show that to WB Creative. They turn around and say, what's working a limb? What's working self submissions? What's psychology? What's four and a half stars? 
<laughs> They're not allowed to say the word stars unless it has super on front of it. four and a half superstars. It's a banned word. It's on the list of banned words. Um, hangman, the split personality thing is great, where the murderous hangman oh. kills the remorseful hangman in a so Gollum. It's so Gollum. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hangman has been at fucking VIP for the last few shows. Yep. Um, the hotel scene, though, that's that's the money. <laughs> oh, I was hooked. Yeah. I was so hooked. I was literally leaning forward in my seat watching this. So, the, so all the boys are there. So you had the Bucks, uh, Kenny, Hangman, and Marty are all there. And uh, the door, they hear knocking the door, and Cody comes in. Matt welcomes him in. Kind of catches eyes with Kenny. Kenny scooches over, makes room for him on the couch. Offers the olive branch of whatever chicken nuggets or something that were there. <laughs> and he sits down, and we're all good. Um, so then he just goes, so how are we going to make these motherfuckers pay? And then everyone kind of nods along. And he's like, at the very end, well, what the hell is Haku's problem? <laughs> and and Hangman chimes in then. He says, it's just a piece of shit. <laughs> brave man to call Haku a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hook it to my veins. I just want so many things in my veins this week. I've, I've watched this four times already. So good. So, so good. Great follow-up to the best episode they've ever done last week. Mm-hmm. Great follow-up. This is probably top three. So they're oh. on, they are on straight fire right now. Oh, it's so good. And we've now learned that when Cody has black hair, he's sound. Nice guy. Mm. Uh, not the way Akira saw when Kira watched Best in the World with me a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, what do you make of this guy? <laughs> he's got that white hair. He's the devil. <laughs> I like him. Show him now see if she recognizes him. She won't even think it's the same guy. <laughs> the only way she knew who he was because I said it was Goldust's brother. I said, Goldust doesn't have a brother. I love when characters have these obvious personality colors and traits. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's like when Edge has his return beard. You know he's going to win a title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, Yeah, that's all the fun stuff. All of the fun stuff. How else okay, I'll. Uh, uh, are we done then? Can we go? Like, I, I have some washing to put on. Like, yeah, we'll call it a night. Just before we go, I suppose. Um, TLC has been cancelled. What? Yeah. For, can they cancel everything? It'd be great. Apparently, they, they revealed to the live crowd uh, in Boston because TLC was in Boston, and they were expected to announce a pre-sale for the pay-per-view in October. Um, which, and it had been listed and all that sort of stuff, and there was a dual-branded thing. Um, but instead, at the raw taping, the company ran a video for the live crowd announcing WWE Super Show live event for the same note, same night promoting Ronda Rousey. Blah blah blah. Exactly. Um, they're doing the other Saudi show that month. Good shout. When is this meant to be on October? Is it or October? Yeah, twenty first of October. <laughs> this is the same weekend we're over in London for the football fits. Son of a beach. Yeah, you were going to go to Saudi Arabia, were you? Uh, we're debating uh, it. We're going to go watch a football game and hop on a plane and head over to Saudi Arabia. But uh, yeah. quick little four thousand mile trip or whatever it was. That's we that so extended. It's, no, every, no, it's in London, so everywhere is a hundred kilometers. It's an hour up London. The road. <laughs> an hour up the road. Michael Cole told me so. <laughs> From his hometown, <laughs> four thousand miles away. There's a throwback. If you know, you know. Um, raw ratings. Let's talk I hear they're on the up. Yeah, I think there are no buyer's remorse from Fox and USA at all. Million dollar TV show. Yep. Uh, this is $1.4 billion fucking episode of Raw. It was the lowest Nielsen viewership in the show's 25-year history. 
What? Yeah. And what? Lois before that had an excuse, to be fair. It was September 26, 2016, which is the night of the first Trump and Clinton debate. And Roman Reigns was running around the place as US champ. And I assume Goldberg. Or was it Kevin Owens was the universal champion? KO. Yeah. Mm. And now, don't forget, you're, you're forgetting one big obvious thing, lads. Monday night, there was the Supreme Court judge appointment happening. Yeah, that uh-huh. put butts in seats. Yeah. <laughs> so this put one button in the seat, actually, now that I think of it. <laughs> so this is the lowest rating ever. Uh, Well-deserved, I'd imagine. And yep. the, the big thing that's been taken away from this was Roman and Lashley was the highest rated part of the night. And don't give me any bullshit, it's because it was on first. I don't care what anyone says to me. People have no reason to stay tuned in, which yeah. is a shame because the main event was actually a good match. Yeah, they set the tone from the start and you knew where it was going. That's why people stopped. I uh, tuned out after about an hour. I just couldn't hack it. Some of the defense online was hilarious. The favorite defense on Twitter I saw was, it's July. People are still on vacation, shaking my head. There was a July last year, too. There was a July <laughs> the year before that. You know what else there is that people can use when they're on holidays? Fucking TVs. Yep. Ridiculous. Uh, <sighs> so do you want to talk about the lowest rated Raw in history? Bring it. Fucking bring it. I've kept quiet up until now, so. I, I'm just going to mute and sit back and let Gordo enjoy it. You know, Corey, it's time for our word of the hour. Oh, it's no. frustration. Gordo, there's only one way to start Raw, and that's by you. You j- Can you give me a beat? Can you sing me in here? Can you get me going? <coughs> um... Chocolate rains hit the spear and inflict lots of pain. Chocolate, Chocolate rains. It hurts like an ice pick to the brain. Bra fucking all. <laughs> Superb. Wonderful. It's the best thing in my fucking life right there, boys. Never gonna top it. No. Might still retire now. Yeah, so we the big intro this week, lads. Um, you might have heard it in our intro. We we uh, we may have lampooned it. Yeah, Roman Reigns is walking backstage on the way to his yard. If I, oh, Steve, can you just give me a sound? There you go. That's what you need. So Steve has opened his uh, can because we're just about to start talking about Raw. <clears throat> and uh, if you are listening to this in any form of isolation, this is there. We've drank a lot for this show. I think. I think there's more people drinking here than normal. I'm on my third can already. Lovely. Lovely stuff. I'm afraid I'm going to run out. There's only another crate left, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, so Roman is walking backstage and they did the whole Jericho return camera angle where Bobby Lashley blocks the camera with his back and you're like, oh, it's Jericho. It's not Jericho. Oh my God, it's Bobby Lashley. Why would you do that to me? Why would you make me think that? That's Chris (laughs) Jericho's move. (laughs) Not Chuck Lesnar. (laughs) Not Chuck Lesnar. Just Chris Jericho does that, um, but yeah, as I said, it was uh, it was like the Jericho thing with the back to the camera, except fucking shite. <laughs> Roman says he's on the way out to his ring. Lastly, she suggests that Roman go out there and call him out. What? So let me just frame this for you. Just let's not let's not say anything yet. Paint the picture. Paint the picture. Okay, where's my easel? Nineteen ninety nine. Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock meet backstage. Hey, Austin, go out there to that ring and call me out, please. I would really enjoy that. Thank you very much. (laughs) What? And then Austin comes out after a full entrance, poses on all four corners, has a quick beer bash. I am here to call out The Rock. I would like him to come out now, please. (laughs) 
I prefer The Rock's later music where that they have that doom, 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 just before it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about The Rock and Austin instead? That would be much delightful. We're just doing classic <laughs> Raw. <laughs> okay, next time there's a really bad show. It'll probably be next week. We're just going to have a, we'll have a record scratch here and then we're going to go to the corresponding Raw from that week in 1998 or 99 <laughs> <laughs> and review the show. So, it big boss, face-off with Gangrel. And then will there be another record scratch at the end and then it'll come back. And then the champion was pinned on TV three days before a pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2018. <laughs> and we're back. Um, yeah, so Roman goes out and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And Gordon, do you have any notes for this one? I think maybe you're the best man. I think, uh, I think you're the man to talk. I, I, I actually couldn't take notes on this because it fucking hurt me. It, just, make, this... just make sure you're closer to the mic because I need to pick this up. Yeah, so the big thing about all this, uh, first of all, um, as we found out shortly after this, Coach's word for hour one was distraction. Um, I wish I had a fucking distraction to fucking take me away from this because this was so fucking dire. Being the Elite uh, was my distraction. I I stupidly watched Being the Elite before watching this. Literally straight before I watched it. So straight from Being the Elite, being the elite which was immense, Actually, you know, if people haven't watched it, go watch Being the Elite now. I will wait. Um, but then I had to go and watch this shit show. Um, I, I, I can't even get angry because this was one of Lashley's better performances overall across the whole show. Um, wait, you're talking about Lashley, the uh, two-time Hall of Famer? The two-time Hall of Famer, Bobby Lashley, the ncaa fucking division whatever the fuck i don't know wrestling guy um the, the lad who done so successfully in his mma career and he's after coming back now to conquer the wwe because he's got unfinished business that two-time hall of famer um yeah i've never been told by someone to call me out like that so okay i'll call him out fuck off it's, it's weird like roman goes into the ring and, and he calls out that 16 time world champ and they're like, oh, why, why didn't you just fight backstage? Yeah, it's, are they afraid of backstage brawls? I know they've been removed for the most part from video games, but you surely would believe that the big dog and the WrestleMania one main eventer, Bobby Lashley, would be able to have a few, a bit of a scrap backstage. They're of the caliber that they should be allowed to fight backstage. And if there's so much bad blood, to steal a Taylor Swift reference, um, yeah, like, why, why would you corner someone and say, uh, bring me out there in front of the whole audience. I, I, I don't want to just beat you up anywhere. I, I have to do it in front of an audience. Fuck I off, know, man. I don't know. Like if you're looking at that 16 time world champion, uh, he's saying, "Don't call me out." Don't uh, call me out. I'm pretty sure he said, "Call me out." I, I'm pretty sure he was waiting. I'm pretty sure his his exact words were something to the effect of, "As a matter of fact, I've been waiting all day and praying that you'd call me out." Yeah, yeah, but damn it, Gordo. Coach said, look at his face. He's, t- he's saying to me, don't, or saying to Roman, don't call me out. Don't call me out. And you would have heard that at the start. It happened like 30 seconds afterwards. Coach, go home. You're drunk. Done. <laughs> I, I will be soon. Um, yeah, but he, he did tell us that the big, the, the, this war between the big dog and the uh, opener at bragging rights uh, reached absolute fever pitch, the coach told us. 
Oh, you know, I wish Coach could have gotten fucking hired by UFC so that Dana White could have left him fucking rotten on fucking Ultimate Fighter fucking season 12 or some shit. <laughs> like, seriously, this lad doesn't need to be near a fucking weekly syndicated TV show. Yeah. Um, the pull-apart brawl, though, again. Uh, oh, wait, before, I think Kurt, our good friend, general manager, Kurt Angle, trademark, uh, appears with his little bitch. Um, he says it's not happening tonight, much like our fight at the start of this show for editorial control. Um, he said save it for Sunday the locker room empties and the pull apart happens again they did it once with Lesnar and Undertaker it was great now they've done it before but it was many years before but it was the first time we'd seen it in a while let's just go back to the well so often every feud has it now and every time that Roman Reigns is involved in one he does the big dive to the outside from everyone and we hear the oh that's how the big dog hunts Have, have you ever seen the big dog fly like that before yes Every time we do this fucking brawl. I can't believe they didn't go for the long-hanging fruit there. Can you just believe... You just go with the uh, if pigs can fly thing and use big dogs instead. If, if pig dogs can fly. If pig dogs can fly. To be fair, that dive is class. It's like the Undertaker's one. Oh, it's a terrific dive. That's, and again, this goes back to what we've said all along. This is nothing against Roman Reigns, the wrestler. He is fine. It's not against Joe, the guy. It's just this story and the creative behind it is absolute yep. cack. Um, sure, Joe, the guy, down fella. I'm sure he is. And to be honest, I, I was watching New Japan the other day, thinking I would love to have him in this fucking Tongan slash Islander faction. Oh, I God, t- I amazing. think he would fucking kill in it. Yep, I really do. Because any time where he actually can have a bit of an edge about, him, he fucking comes across great. But um, yep. yeah, back to the sh- the shit show. Um, there was one thing I loved about this was Mike Canellis was there, so he's still alive. That's good to see. Happy about that. What about um the real rock and roller, Prince Devitt? Uh, there was a Prince Devitt sighting. Um, he's still trying to decide which side he's on in the Wolfpack NWO debacle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't understand. Why the fuck do you send him and Baron Corbin out for the job or pull apart? Ridiculous. Now, Corbin was there, to be fair, but in his um, managerial capacity, why is he going down getting his hands yeah. dirty like that? Neither of them should have been in there. Neither of them should have been near it. Um, AOP was one of the most ridiculous ones for me. That was. That's, oh, why do they care if Lashley and Roman fight? Yeah. They yeah. go and beat people up in 10 seconds. That's you never thing. have heels and you never have big people. It's ridiculous. You've got jobbers for this and fuck knows WWE's flooded with jobbers. You have 942 people under contract at the moment. Oh, before we go any further, remember when they hired, they fired Big Cass? Mm-hmm. You know, they were taught maybe there might be a bit of a culling. They hired 42 new people to develop mental deals. Oh, so geez. we got rid of one guy, got to hire 42 more people. <laughs> he wasn't that big. You don't need to replace <laughs> him physically. They're gonna, no, he, he was so large that they're going to just make them all stand on each other's heads and shoulders so that they can possibly look up and possibly reach nose to nose with big cast. Very large Cassidy. Yep. That Cassidy is a large gentleman. Jesus. But, um, yeah. yeah. This whole thing is just absolute dirt. Not that fancy yeah. store about dirt. Yeah, it's not that fancy. This, yeah, I cannot understand the logic of meeting some two guys who, as Coach said, their rivalry at is an absolute fever pitch would be so kind and polite to each other backstage and not fight. And then the second they look eyes and just catch eyes at all in the ring, they kill each other and the entire roster has to come out and separate them. That makes no fucking sense. What's making even less sense is the news that came out about who wrote this segment and all of Paul fucking Heyman. Mm -hmm. So even he can't save this bullshit. So tell me, 
what is the payoff? What are like extreme rules is at the around the corner. We'll we'll talk predictions later. But what is the payoff of this feud? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Um, okay, do you not know or do you not care? Or is it both? Both. A bit of both, but I think the big payoff is going to be a record number of people listening into our live post show for Extreme Rules on YouTube this Sunday night. That's on uh, YouTube.com. You will need to search for 2-Bit Sports. Cool. I didn't know we were doing that. I'm working in the morning. <laughs> be grand. Be grand out. Just scoops. Be grand. Just scoops. Be grand. Um... Yeah, Steve, I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question, to be honest. I, I don't care. I think that's probably why. I can't come up with a... What happens now? You just end up in a triple threat. There it is. That's exactly what's going to happen. Non-decisive finish or something where, even if it is a, a, a where a winner somehow wins a WWE wrestling match, you have it that some sort of a dirty pin or Roman got screwed over in some way. And then you've got a triple threat because both men have claimed to the title. Triple threat against Brock at SummerSlam. And Brock doesn't need to be pinned because, as we said before, he hasn't been pinned since Eddie Guerrero did it in 2004 to lose the title. But Brock won't be yet SummerSlam, apparently. He'll be there. Mm. He has to drop the title if he's going back to full-time training. No, Brock is going to drop the title after he gets knocked the fuck out by DC. <laughs> Not a notion. Strowman is going to cash in in the middle of the octagon. <laughs> on DC and be a champ champ? <laughs> no, no, he's going to cash in on Lesnar and win the Universal title because that's the only title that's going to matter on that show, right? I uh, I would love to hear Joe Rogan call LeBron Strowman <laughs> running on a UFC fight. What the fuck is this guy doing here? <laughs> what the fuck? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> oh, Lord. What other notes do I have for this? Later on, apparently Paul Heyman did the interviews, which were actually good, so, you could, so I can see they were fine. Uh, Renee interviews um, where was he last time bragging rights opener so WWE superstars third match from the top guy <laughs> Bobby Lashley doesn't like the way Roman walks Bobby walks away but then turns to the camera and I uh, oh no oh no I've made a balls of this I'm going to try this again with this sentence because I made a balls of it when I wrote it down so Bobby walks away he turns to the camera slightly and I was utterly convinced that he was going to say that he loved his sisters <laughs> And oh no, and Renee, one more thing. <laughs> my sisters. No, instead though, he did turn around and say that Roman isn't going to be able to walk on Sunday, and he believed that. Oh, she. Uh, later, that's Roman Reigns' catchphrase. Roman Reigns Roman... says that. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Speaking of Roman Reigns, um, he had another interview with Renee later on. He talked about respect or something. Uh, he'll need more or something, is my note. Uh, he, in that ring, I'm a dog, Renee. The big dog! <laughs> so that's uh, that's our hot opener for Raw and our main event, because it is going to be the main event for Extreme Rules. Which, Gordo, how much is it, actually? I need to get my wallet. How much is Extreme Rules this weekend? Um, if you sign up to the WWE Network now on WWEnetwork.com, you can actually get your first month free, Steve. Shut the front door. There is not even a need for promo code Jericho. My God. If you sign up now with a new account, you'll get your first month free. So why wouldn't you tune in? That's 30 days. Now, you could do that or you could wait. You could wait a week and sign up then and during your 33 days, you would then get SummerSlam. Ooh, that does sound like a better deal. And TakeOver. And TakeOver, so you'd get at least one good wrestling show out of it. Now, when you say now, like right now, 
Not right now. No, no, you have to wait. Have I'm, to wait kind of, I'm kind of busy. Shoulder holes, you know? the shoulder holes. That is, it seems like a very limited time off. You know what? I, 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 I think, I think our listeners would wait for you to sign up. I think, I think, I think our loyal listeners would wait the minute and a half for you to be able to sign up for this. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just stream it illegally like I always do. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Just before our we... legal team at Two Bit Sports would like to decline and uh, renege ourselves from that sort of comment, and we genuinely please appreciate the fact that we are law-abiding citizens and. Fully subscribe and are attentive to the legal requirements of the WWE Network and all its subsidiaries. I, I don't know what you heard. Maybe it's my accent. Uh, I said legally. Uh, I, I take back that legal shite, so. Is that Galway accent? <laughs> Is that <laughs> from Mayo? From Mayo. But, still, still. <laughs> but all the same. They, just after this had happened, the ball apart thing. Um, uh, who was it? Mickey James and Alexa were backstage, like deer in headlights. They were like, uh, what, uh, what's what going on? It was so funny. <laughs> Didn't know what to do. Oh, some of these people have no business being actors on a TV show. That should be eminent. That's going to be Emmy nominated or will it? But uh, uh, no, on, Alexa is quality, but you know, they are, man, this was bad. This whole thing was bad. It was funny. It just was like Every, everything about <laughs> everything about this storyline involving the Royal Women's Championship right now is bad. It's yeah. bollocks. They need to get Nia Jax the fuck out of it. Yep. We had a basically ended up being well, a women's tag match. It was Natty and Nia against Mickey and Alexa. Uh, my notes for it were wrestling. Uh, back from break for 40 seconds. And then we had a picture in picture break about extreme rules. Um, with The Miz, he was hosting it. As we know, The Miz is the most extreme wrestler in human history. So that was good. Uh, <laughs> coach dropped a classic Naya line. Did you see? Did you hear this one? As oh, Naya likes to say, it's all legal. Classic Naya. She always says that. I believe that's her uh, Twitter handle as well. Hashtag it's all Naya. It's all legal. It's all legal. Oh, yeah. Fucking Christ. That's what hey, I told the cops. Hey, Gordo, with, with your uh, relationship with Naya, is it all legal? No comment. My finger is hovering over the consensual penis button. <laughs> I, 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 I have no way. I have no way going to acknowledge whether or not my giving of the penis is consensual or not. Classic Gordo. So you, you, what you're saying is that you may or may not be involved in some illegal raping activity. <laughs> no, good God, man. Okay, fine. If you want me to fucking admit it, then I will gladly say that. Fair enough. I will give her my consensual penis. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Steve, like I know you have a T-shirt that says that has a list of Naya's phrases that are all so classic. That there's, she always says these things. Naya likes to say it's all. It's like she likes to say is, is that it's all legal. And Steve, are you wearing legal. that T-shirt right now? Super size it. Um... <laughs> I'm wearing a T-shirt that says "Be whatever you want to be." Yeah, just that's Naya. so like Naya. Naya. <laughs> yeah. Classic Naya. Coach nails it again. Yeah, what a um, hero. My next quote, or my next note was, go home, coach, go home. Uh, Alexa, I can't remember who won this or what happened. I think it was a DQ, actually. So no, Naya, Naya won. Naya won with the Van Sauter leg drop. Van Sauter leg drop, perfect. Um, so Alexa comes out with a kendo stick, which uh, is character progression from last year's build to extreme rules. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Literally the same thing. Um, then we have Naya backstage doing baby face things and saying baby face things. She's a baby face. Didn't you get it? 
Yeah, but they can fuck off though. But um, yeah, there was the uh, there was also the Alexa phone promo later on the night where uh, she talked some shite and eventually said after Sunday she'll be called Extreme Raw Women's Champion. Oh, so we'll have Monster in the Bank and the Extreme Raw Women's Champion. Wubble up a dub dub. Yep. Ah, speaking of Monster in the Bank, Kevin Owens and Braun. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This, how is this? I wonder, are they going to do some form of a double turn with this? Steve, I'll ask you a question. I'll ask you two. Thoughts on Kevin Owens? You like him? Love him. Thoughts on Braun Strowman? You like him? Uh, Waning every day. But you like him? You're a fan. Yes. Yes. Why are we not interested in this? Because we can't buy into it. We can't believe it. Yeah. Who's the who's the real bully here? Braun. Um, mm-hmm. so Kevin Owens says he's a doctor note, doctor's note, and he's going to sit in Kurt's office for the night. And I thought, what? A doctor's note excluding a wrestler in the WWE? They have absolutely no self-awareness. Nope. That punk case was only, what, a month ago? Two months ago, whatever it was. I think they do have. I think they're literally just giving a two fingers to everyone at this stage. Yeah, they have a lot of fuck you money at the moment. Yeah, anyway. So um, to to make up for this, our Steam General Manager puts the, the bullying victim in a cage match with his bully at Extreme Rules. He's what an enabler. Fuck? Kurt is an enabler. We've been over this. This makes mm-hmm. no sense. Well, do This not... makes absolutely no sense. To be fair, that makes about as much sense as the General Manager going on Twitter and saying that matches don't matter. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't mm-hmm. start with that. What did he say about the revival that we're doing a stage? Uh, no, only... this wasn't Kurt Angle. Let's remember this is a this is a writer that wrote that tweet. Let's remember that because it's very Kurt. When you see Kurt tweeting, he yeah. doesn't talk about you know it's different. So he says that the revival were in two meaningless matches. Two meaningless matches about. against guys that don't get along. You're going to have to do more than that to get yourself into title contention. You know, he is the word meaningless. Yeah, and they were against you know the big dog Roman Reigns, former but four time champ. And you know the uh, the two hundred five live uh, flag bearer, um, actual flag bearer. He just walks out around the ring, does a lap of it, and goes up and plants it in the stage before every show starts. Bobby Lashley. I love how you got it there. I love how you went. Blah 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 blah. Bobby Lashley. You didn't forget to say Bobby Lashley. This, oh, no, this, no. New, this new bit is working. <laughs> so where are we at now? Two hundred five flag bearer. Because we mightn't talk about it again until the predictions. <laughs> oh no! Don't worry. I'll I'll remember. Perfect. Um, so Braun comes into the office and he, he says it smelled and he sprays Kevin Owens uh, so I was thinking is this a story now I'm going to play I'm going to do the Steve Fitz thing here <gasps> yeah is this for the kids about standing up to the bully and becoming the bully but standing up to the bully and he now, now he's got the bully to himself and he's going to show him blah 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 wait Kevin Owens is the bully in that situation yeah I don't know why but what? Is that the way they think? Is, is it that? Ah, bad guy? He, he, he was trying to get everyone to team up against Braun. He was trying to get everyone to gang up on Braun because Braun is different. Yeah, he's different. He's anyone with a brain, and I know <laughs> I'm giving a lot of people, I know I'm giving a lot of credit here, but you know, that's not bullying. That's just being smart in a multi man match. Yeah, but the kiddies. I want no, to say I this, and I don't want to be literal, but fuck the kiddies. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> metaphorically okay perfect especially, especially not those poor thai kids that were stuck in a cave for three weeks yeah uh, but like 
<laughs> I don't understand this. I really, really don't. Like, that's why I said I think it could be like a double turn because, like, if you do a double turn, and, I, and I'm fantasy booking slightly, so I'll go off topic for at least 90 seconds here. Double booking or double turning here gives the, the advantage of turning Braun Strowman heel with the briefcase so that in the inevitable eventuality of Roman Reigns winning the belt, you have a face-ish Roman Reigns being ousted for the belt by a heel Braun Strowman. As long as Strowman does more heel things to get actual heat on him, which he's capable of doing. Then you've got Kevin Owens, who's an actual face and who the crowd love, being turned into an actual face so the crowd can actually get behind. Now, I'm giving the creative team an awful lot of credit if that's what they're actually attempting to do. Yep. But that's what I would love to see happen out of it. But as we all know, I love disappointments. I would love something like that to happen, but I have one slight problem that I see in it. As soon as Braun Strowman cashes in that briefcase on Roman Reigns, no matter how heelish Braun Strowman is, he is turned face. Yeah, but you, you're forgetting that they don't understand that Roman Reigns is not actually fake. I know. It's depressing. He's the second biggest heel in the company behind Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> let's, really run, let's get to the entertainment. <clears throat> the Sasha and Bailey turn Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> With no Dr. Shelby this week. They only got him. He must have had an indie booking somewhere. <laughs> um, so no. No, Something I had here was no. Sasha Banks will only ever care about Sasha Banks. And then you had two more segments with no sound coming out of breaks. How yeah. bad were those segments that they realized we can't air these with audio? No, I'll take you back two weeks where the place was going crazy and Twitter exploded when Bailey turned on Sasha. And she... You do it now, you send her out now, crickets. Yep, yeah, yeah. fucked it. Completely fucked it. Yeah. It's, do it's done. She's fucked again now. Ridiculous. Because they treat them like divas. They had <sighs> two women who had actual disdain for each other, erupt in an entertaining and captivating way. They had lightning in a bottle, and they decided to fucking open and break the bottle. Yeah. Why I, the fuck are they doing this? I don't remember which one of you said it last week, but it actually sums it up so perfectly in two words. Diva's revolution. I That's what like we have credit for that. Thank you very much. It was you. I couldn't remember which one of you was. I just remember one of you saying it. But that is what this is now. This is a divas revolution in essence because yep. the divas are now taken over again. Yep. It's so embarrassing. Like it's if you were more. a female talent like of Tony Storm who could probably be in the May Young Classic again this year and she's making an absolute killing one of the biggest female indie stars in the world. Why would you want to sign full-time with the WWE when you're looking at what they're doing creatively with the women on the main roster? Well, it looks like... Um... Viper or Piper Niven or whatever people want to call her and Katie Ray are done with her WWE deals. Okay. Because they are both wrestling for Ring of Honor as Women of Honor in Edinburgh in a couple of Ooh. weeks' time. They were both announced this week. And I think Katie Ray is, I think they're both could be involved in World of Sport as well. Good. Um, but yeah, it's now at a stage where these, these women are actually opting out of. No, you know whether or not they were offered new deals, I don't know. It could have been a case that they expired, but given the popularity that Viper got, I would imagine they'd given her they'd thrown it, they'd given her another deal, and she's after potentially opting out of it. But you know, you, you've hit the nail on the head there, and there's a generation of talent coming through now. Piper Nevin, Kaylee Ray, uh, you look over New Japan, you've got the Bucks and Kenny, who, who are more interested in perfecting the art of their craft and putting on great matches 
than going and taking a cheap payday in WWE. That's what happened with Osprey and Skrull as well. Yeah. There is a there is a girth of talent that's out there that's actually wanting to perform at a higher level than they know they'd be allowed to do in WWE. But they want the freedom. They want to be able to move around and do whatever they want. Yeah. And WWE don't understand that. And that's the biggest limiting and biggest drawback of signing for WWE. And the reason that we're all longing for the likes of the New Day and the Elite to have a match is because when you're in WWE, you can't do that. You can't do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yeah. Also, creatively, you're extremely limited in what you're allowed to do. So if you're an up-and-coming talent, the likes of fucking even Jordan Devlin to a, to a large degree, I know he's got his UK contract, which is completely different to a normal WWE contract because you're still allowed to do your indies. But if you're a talent coming through and you, you really care about the craft that you've learned and you've traveled around the world perfecting, go to the dojos in Japan to, to study from proper old-school hard wrestlers. Why would you settle? And I'm a bit disappointed in Batter for maybe settling with WWE in the main roster. And maybe he's not happy. Maybe he wants to leave. Maybe I, we don't know. But right now, I'm thinking you're so much better for you out there, but you're settling in WWE right now. Ah, look. Rant anyway. over. Oh, good. Uh, Mojo versus Jojo next. We find out. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mojo wins. I need more beer. Yeah. Thanks, Gordon. Yeah. He got the win over Jojo. Um, that's that's all I'm talking about there. Sorry, T3. No interest. Although I, I will say that I, I do like intense Mojo. No. At least he's... Do you know what? Mojo's one of the people that's out there vocally complaining about his character. He wants to do more, so... He's, he's okay. trying. He's actually trying to... You know what? Fair fucks. He's not interesting to me at the moment, but he's trying. I like he reminds me of his fucking Ryback. Yeah, but Ryback didn't give a fuck and he was a waste of space. Fuck yeah. that guy. Mojo. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not that bad. Yeah. He's good with Zach. Zach, uh, uh, Zach Ryder, he's good with me. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of which, after their blood feud, Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley standing right beside each other, pulling <laughs> Reigns and, and uh, Robbie Lashley apart. That's always good continuity. Uh, I don't want to spend long here because we're running very long on time. Rollins and Ziggler and Drew, where it all shook out that um, if Ziggler and Drew... Or sorry, Ziggler and fucking who was having a match? Drew and Rollins. And if Drew won, he'd be ringside for the IC title Iron Man match on Sunday. Uh, he wins, obviously. And yes, Seth Rollins pinned on TV six days before a title. I don't say it, it was a die. It was a dirty pin, though. It was because of uh, Dog's involvement. It's fine. Um, yeah. Come here, come here. I'll give you a quick hug. It's okay. They're there. Yeah. Ziggler forgot his lines during the promo and everything. It was... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was bad. But it he was... covered it well because the crowd reacted. I don't know whether it was the crowd reacting that caused him to, to lose his train of thought, but it, it covered it fairly well. Yeah. And Drew was doing a part of a promo and then Seth Rollins starts speaking over him, which is always terrible. Yeah. Uh, it was painful TV, but at least the match was good. It was this... bad. Don't fuck off. You beat me to it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. The sheep shagging thing. Oh yeah. my dear lord, this was you like you're hamstringing these lads. And I, I'd said it in my review, even someone else who will get to it a bit later, Corbin. But these guys in general, you're hamstringing these guys, you're just tying them down with the worst creative, the suffering succotash sons, the fucking sheep shagging references, something that I know Steve is probably gonna go off on one about in a minute. It's so fucking terrible. Like, what are you doing with these lads? You have the best roster 
at your disposal. You could have talent-wise. They're fantastic. The most athletic guys, best technical guys you're going to have in God knows how fucking long. And this is what you're fucking serving them. Vince McMahon fell off his chair laughing when somebody thought that. Oh, good yep. fucking Lord. <laughs> so bad. So bad. The worst thing is, I want to say, I will say the match was fucking great. I loved the match. But I was so pissed over the fucking sheep shagging references and all this shite between it that it tarnished the whole show. Oh, fuck this. Yeah, Steve said the same. He just muted his mic and he's gone to get more beer. <laughs> so bad. It's yeah. but yeah, as I said, Matt, the match, the main event, great, brilliant. The usual thing with Raw lately. Opening segment is where something happens. Main event, something happens, and it's normally a really good match. Most likely produced by Tyson Kidd slash TJ Wilson, whatever so the hell it's been called. There is a good days. point you just made, actually. If you watch the start of Raw this week and the end of Raw this week, you didn't miss anything. Pretty much. To be fair, you miss you miss some okay in ring action, but, but the in ring stuff has been all right. That's but. another that's another thing. You see, this, the in ring is better, right? I can't enjoy TV matches because I know there's a break coming every two minutes. Yep. If you're watching it live, which I'm sure if you've been at Raw, you know you you know the chin lock spots coming, or somebody goes, you know, somebody goes to do a dive, you might as well get up and go to the bathroom because you know they're going to a break straight away. I can't get into matches like that. It's too up and down. There's no pacing to it. There's no story to it. It drives me crazy. Yep. You can do all the cool moves in the world, but I know the the crowd has sat there for three minutes when uh, while fucking some heel has fucking Roman Reigns in a chin lock for three minutes before that. <laughs> you talk about Samoa Joe at ten past four on yeah. a fucking Sunday night, yeah. And then you get in, and forty seconds later they do a picture in picture ad for whatever pay per view is coming up or whatever brand of chicken they gave them money that week. Love my chicken and Popeyes. Fucking love my chicken and Popeyes, but I want to watch the match too. Yeah, well, you don't want to know about Miss and the extreme rules and you know the show that they're promoting throughout the whole show but they still need to do a picture in picture for the show they're promoting in the show mm-hmm. sure do <sighs> fuck this show fuck this show quickly over Bo and Matt Matt Hardy very aggressive during the match Bo and, and Curtis Axel once again the Motley crew broken wizards or whatever the fuck they're going as um, Bo's great as Bray I thought and he called it the rules of extreme <laughs> um Bray had a great line. Laughter is contagious. And you know what else is contagious? And I had straight away went, your missus. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, I was going to put it in the intro, but it was a minute and a half long. And I was like, nah, leave it. I'll save that. Because no, we don't want to have intros that are too long. I like the two minute, 40 second intro of all Bobby Lashley's feuds we got this week. <laughs> What's he doing these days, that Robert Lashley? Last time oh, I heard Bobby, him, he was... Bobby Lashley. Sorry, Roman Reigns. Sorry, oh, Roman Reigns. I was thinking. Um, like one, of the, one of the people is that he's feuding with the um, the car park attendant at the arena, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> the car park, fuck me, he's going flying down the guard. Um, Bo wins match. Bray does the blackout music thing, and then deleters attack, and we've got that match. Whatever. Uh, Ember Moon versus Liv Morgan, same match as last week, fifty fifty. It up. Uh, uh, well, let's talk about this. Balor and Rude against Corbin and Elias. Oh. Sweet baby Jesus. So backstage we see smiley inclusive Balor and Rude in the promo with Renee. Bobby says victorious rather than glorious, Steve. So he's mixing oh, it up. That's Zany Balor. That's Zany Rude. He's mixing it up, but then he said glorious about 10 seconds later. Balor had a decent promo after that. Um, but then Corey made fun of it, referencing the Lashley talk and walk the talk bullshit from earlier. And all the commentators laugh at them before we go to break. 
1.4 billion dollars that's what they're laughing at they're laughing at the fact that someone gave them 1.4 billion dollars for yep. this pile of steaming horse shit mm-hmm. we had an elias promo then in the ring where he's sitting down you know the usual shtick that he has but corbin comes out then and he wants elias to help him play uh whatever the way he fucked up the word lullaby and said lullaby um but elias covered from um so then gordo we had a grown man <coughs> itsy bitsy spider and itsy bitsy ballery called itsy bitsy baller climbed up to the top rope sweet christ constable came down and took out all his hope i want to die i want to die the bad thing was is that his singing was so off key oh my god worse, worse than mine and that's saying something mm-hmm. oh it was bad and you could even tell with the wedding singer intro i put on this that he's completely off key i i, I was like is this even does this even sound good i don't know um I, I screamed into my hands right i actually screamed into my hands i just they cringed i couldn't take it just even cringed. elias was embarrassed having to play the guitar beside that oh it's at this moment that nikki got up left his seat grabbed a cement block from outside and a chain I walked straight down to the fucking river, tied it right <laughs> around his ankles, and we haven't seen him since. That was, yeah, that was Monday at, uh, what time was this? Probably around half three in the morning half, at that uh, stage. Quarter, remember quarter past three, half three in the morning, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Nicky. So yeah. if, if if anyone was dredging that lake or anything and is after finding a Nicky, um, we want him back. Yeah he, yeah, he has a nice watch. We want to fight for it. Yeah. Well, you know what, Steve? You want to fight for that watch? I dare you to go to that ring and call me out and I'll fight you for that watch. <laughs> oh, so, I, I've i never been more embarrassed to watch a TV show in my life than this. What are they doing? Itsy Bitsy Balor. What the fucking... Who is this for? Who thought this was a good idea? They put that on paper and it came out and it went on global mm. fucking television. Balor's got the potential to be the baddest man on the planet in wrestling terms. The man and you had, have people singing lullabies to him. The man had a hotline that had to be created for him in Japan because himself and his buddies were doing such horrible things that the Japanese were complaining so much they made a fucking hotline because they were clogging the New Japan phone lines with people complaining about him. Itsy bitsy Balor. The, the WWE phone lines should be clogged with phone calls about this bollocks. What was the show called that they had? Oh, why did I start that sentence? It's going to kill me now. They had a phone-in show. You need to bring that um, back. Oh, the one where... Um, the one Live where, wire, no, Live wire, Something like that. Quite this. Yeah, there was one even before that, though. I think uh, WBF Jack Tunney. Or WF President Jack. Jack Tunney used to appear on it. Was it? Uh, I don't oh, know about that one. Know. Yeah. Anyway, we came back from break after this um, absolutely unbelievable intro to a match. Uh and then 10 seconds later, we had a picture-in-picture picture of Roman versus Lashley build as the match goes on. But then, Gordo, 40 seconds later, we went to an ad break. Corbin wins. Corbin pins somebody. Can't remember. I assume yeah, pin, uh, pin Rude. Yeah. Mm. See, I didn't even know. I just assumed Rude because he can't build pin Balor because they're facing each other at the weekend. Road Dog on Raw. Discuss. Gordo, is your good buddy good pal? Can you have a word? Get this shit sorted? I wish I could, but as, as we know, my back and forth with him can be somewhat uh, somewhat tetchy at times. Uh, this this was a terrible, terrible episode of Raw. I'm glad it was the lowest rated one in history. 
Mm-hmm. It needed to be. I think I, I genuinely think it needed to be. Um, but it doesn't matter anymore. They've got the contract. Yeah. And, it, and this actually comes back to something else. Uh, one of the arguments about Brock Lesnar I was reading there the other day. Uh, someone said the whole thing around, you know, Brock Lesnar is such a great pay-per-view draw, and that's why he's he's worth so much money and all this sort of stuff, because he's such a great pay-per-view draw. How much money is this company making off pay-per-views now compared to TV? Fucking nothing. So why do, why do they need pay-per-view draws? They need TV draws. They need someone that's going to be on TV every week to keep the advertising money coming into the networks because they need viewers. For, I'd, I'd, for I'd argue they, they need the live event draws, but he doesn't do live events either. Yeah. So he's yeah, done but, the odd few. But. Which but one did he share the picture during the week of the, the hard cam side? Nikki, I think, was Nikki. it? Yeah, that was a Nikki. How did you send that from the bottom of the river? Either way. Um, <laughs> must, have been, must have been Lisa on his phone then. Oh, yeah. Decent 4G in the car, up, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what was that? All of hard cam side, lower and upper, closed off. On no, closed. There was essentially the segment in, or the, the section in line with the, in line with the far ring post from the entrance. Jesus. There was people from there looping around onto the side facing hard cam. But everything <laughs> from... That section up to the ramp was completely tarped off. Like that wasn't happening until November last year. Like, and if you think of the WWE calendar peaking uh, for WrestleMania, that, just before that, Jinder, that's when it all got really bad. Yeah, yeah. But like we were looking at um, SmackDown kind of attendances and whatnot around October, November time last year, and uh, I think it was it was your buddy Rory was at a few events and he shared pictures and what how bad it was. Like they were shutting down places in November which is kind of the lull before it picks up before uh, Royal Rumble. You've got a lull in July. But like, everyone's on holidays, Fitz. Yeah. Than, oh, fuck yeah. I keep forgetting about that. First year ever. Uh, well, the Celtic Tigers back, lads. Yeah. With the sun. It's the sun. People are off in the, in the tents and the camper vans and they're off and <laughs> but like, everywhere. If you, think, like, if you think about it, if this lull doesn't pick up and like there's no guarantees that it will pick up, there's no guarantees that it'll go down, there's no guarantees it might even stay the same. If it continues like this or gets worse, how bad is it going to get in November time before the, the inevitable pick up before Royal Rumble? Mm, the summer is always pretty low and it's already this bad. Oh my God. Like you're looking at the fact that they cancelled TLC in Boston. We're assuming that that had something to do with the Saudi event. Is it possible that they're worried that they won't sell a stadium, sell a, an arena? When is the Australia thing, actually? That just popped into my head. Uh, that's the start of December, isn't it? Because uh, that'd, be, that'd be smack bang in the middle of Aussie summer. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, bad raw. It's a bad, bad raw. It's a very bad raw. If you don't like it, then motherfucker die first! So after that, that situation on Raw there where we kind of slated it, and I think the world slated it, we move on to SmackDown. Uh, was it all that much better? I don't know. Let's just talk about it. Steve, give us something positive. You look at the, the superstars on SmackDown to save the show. You look at the champion AJ Styles, you look at Rusev and Rusev Day and you got Shinsuke Nakamura, Jeff Hardy. No, 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 no. My VIP hero of the week is Sin Cara. Sin Cara? I, I never thought in my all of my days on this planet 
this wonderful flat earth planet that we would see <laughs> Sin Cara save a bad wrestling show that in, involved AJ Styles, Rusev, Nakamura, Jeff Hardy. His match with Andrade Cien Almas was amazing. He was hitting every spot. Charlie Caruso comes to work every day to pronounce names properly. Say their names properly, you bollocks. Uh, you address me by my proper title, you little bollocks. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> it's Sin Cara. And well, I, I'm, I'm Irish. I, he's Sin Cara. And Andrade Cien Almas. Unless Selena Vega's standing beside me, I'm not saying his name properly. Sin Cara. <laughs> I would do anything properly for that one. <laughs> First time for everything, Gordo. Yeah, you'd even do it legally. <laughs> Consensual penis. <laughs> but we that, you saw that match. Yeah, Sin Cara was amazing. I, uh, you were in the jacks there when we were talking about it. Um, we were saying, you know, there's some good in-ring action. And I was saying... There is, but I mean, it's ruined by the breaks. I can't, as yeah, I said, I can't get into them. I cannot no get into flow. them. Down no flow. Nothing. But I really enjoyed this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was yeah. really good. Six, uh, I think it was like six, seven minutes, no ad breaks in between. Um, not even a spot fest, but just a high-paced action between two guys who clearly know each other very, very well and who are comfortable hitting higher-impact moves. But that's the way they all should be. They two are 220, 230 days a year together. At this stage in their, all their careers, they're in WWE, they should have that level of familiarity with everyone. Yep. yep. No argument there. Uh, but the big thing about this is Sin Cara is doing the, all this sort of shit and having the best match. He's 40 years of age. Jesus. Yep. He's, one, he's like in the, oil, in the older side of the roster right now. Mm-hmm. Now, I know he probably hasn't worked as many like long matches as some of the other guys on the roster. But he looked fucking amazing in this, and he looked jacked as fuck. It's an but old roster, though, isn't it? It is isn't genuinely an old roster. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of mid to low 30s, though. Yeah, Balor's pushing. He's past 35 now, isn't he? 30, yeah, but he, he, he's, one, he's one of the older of that. Yeah, that yeah. Crop, like. But uh, yeah, Cara, Cara's older than a lot of them. But he's Mexican, so he can take 10 years off straight away there. Oh, man, Cara. Might be, might be a fake date of birth on the passport. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> talk a bit about the rest of the show then. The, the, the big positive, obviously, was the Almas and Sincara match. It was really good. Um, lowest point of the show for me, Ellsworth. Really? Do you want to go there oh, first? It was bad, man. You, you want to you talk about my boy Jimmy Dream? I love your boy Jimmy Dream, but this was bad. Yeah, no, no complaints here. All the sexist comments and, oh, <laughs> you can't kiss me on these lips. Oh, fuck yeah. off. So they dubbed it. Where's my cans? Where's my fucking cans? They, yeah, they I'm going to get another one, though. Go ahead. Uh, they build it as the Battle of the Sexes, too. Uh, so they're all around the ring, and James is. So I like this part so far. It's like, lady, show some restraint. Just show some restraint. Don't try to kiss me on these lips. Oh, my Christ. James Ellsworth is good on the mic. Who wrote this? Find them and sack them. And have them out there helping Bobby Lashley take the bins out. Oh my God. Uh, there, there was no better way to get to the point that James thinks he's great around these women. Kiss these lips. Fuck off. Just <laughs> fuck off. Oh, Ellsworth keeps trying to escape and keeps getting beat up outside. The women then start fighting each other because women are stupid, apparently. Yep, uh, I learned from Borash they have a brain a third of a size of that of a man. That's true. That is all science. they were missing was the pillows. Yep, Kazakh national doctor, Dr. Yamak, uh, he, he said it. 
It must be a fact then. Uh, Asuka jumps off the top to the outside. Asuka lock win. Um, and then, <laughs> oh, this line, Steve. James then sprays Asuka in the eyes to please his mistress. <laughs> <laughs> Licks finger, points it to the sky. <laughs> oh, I'm happy with that one. My head hurts so bad. Uh, James and Carmella walk backstage. Uh, Paige stops them and then stands there for an uncomfortable five seconds where nobody said anything. She just smiles. Um, James tries to kiss Paige backstage, but she declines. First time for everything, as I say. Does he not know uh, where those lips have been? Has <laughs> <laughs> he not seen the NXT Women Championship? And then, oh, Stephen. And James is in a shark cage for the match on Sunday because shark cage toys have to be sold. He's slipping through the bars. The worst thing is, I joked about this. Monday night, or Tuesday night, myself and Paddy were watching Raw because he hadn't seen it and I already had. And he was saying how none of the matches for Sunday really seemed, not enough of them had stipulations. And I jokingly said, Ellsworth is going to be in a shark cage. My God. Literally no more than three hours after I said if this would have aired. I can't remember. Did Enzo slip out of the shark cage? Yeah, yeah he was holding on to the outside of it. And was there not a key involved? Oh, was that Jericho? Jericho was in one, wasn't it? And there was a yeah. key involved. Hanging there like a sexy pinata. Sexy pinata. Yeah. I missed that uh, sexy pinata. There was a line in this. There was actually a misquote of SEU from Byron in this. Uh, oh, the SEU! Match. Yeah, he turned around and said, that might have been the worst wrestling match I've ever seen. <laughs> SEU. SEU! We're over- overlooking the fact that he actually said wrestling match. Did he say wrestling match? He, he said, said wrestling. Match. wrestling. He but didn't say sports not... entertainment event. What the hell's a wrestling match? I don't know. I assume it's the same thing as a local medical facility. <laughs> to be fair, if... what the fuck's a hospital? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this would make sense if this is a wrestling match because most of the time, what we see on Raw and SmackDown are sports entertainment spectaculars. Yes, this Look, is I'm the all... worst town I've ever been in. I'm all on board. I love James Ellsworth, as you know, and I think you agree with me on um, for the most part. He's, he's interesting, he's different, he's funny. And but he it's... fucking tries so damn hard. Does. The guy values every penny. He loves he it. Him. He loves every yeah. second of TV then time he gets. Why not him. give him something good that he can perform in that people will engage with? The Carmella thing works, but this was terrible. Uh, this the, the line was terrible. The execution of it you know, wasn't great either, but the idea around it, I can see, I can see some benefit to it. But it's the, very same-ish. Fine, but the this line that kiss me on these lips thing is that'll be a t-shirt. Yeah, but there's other ways to get him around that he thinks he's great. You know, he could have come out in sunglasses. Sunglasses indoors are always people being dicks. You know, things like mm-hmm. that, or he could be waving at them, or you know, I don't know other things. However, people flirt. I don't fucking know. I'm an old broken man now. Bring in a job or bring in some local talent that just say, look, we need someone to act and just kiss this fucker on the cheek. Oh, uh, why don't he? Why doesn't he use Tinder and say he matched with someone on Tinder, something like that? I'll say he matched with Paige on Tinder. Oh, <gasps> perfect! We have our main event segment for next week, Gordo. Fucking <laughs> oh, dog, there's one for free, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and there was an extended Extreme Rules WWE ad uh, network ad. Commentator says it's the perfect time because you get Extreme Rules for free and then run down the card. And I would rather eat my own face than watch the show at this point, lads. I don't know about you. Um, what else did I have? Oh yes, I called it. My, my my prediction, my premonition came through as soon as the AJ and Nakamura was announced. Uh, we knew what was going to happen, so I put the tweet out there and I said, "We know how this goes. Rusev interferes in the match. 
Nakamura and Rusev beat up AJ. Jeff Hardy makes the save. Tag team match play a player. Tag team match starts. Duggan and Buggan on one on one with The Undertaker. Tag match starts right now. We go to a break. Champion is pinned or submitted on TV five days before a title fence. All that shit happened. We all knew that was going to happen. But all no, of that. no, Styles wasn't pinned. It was only five out of six. Yeah, so uh, yes, a Twitter user, I won't give her name away, because like someone, everyone else was liking it and retweeting it. Ah, sure, it was gone mega viral. But it was we ended a distinct path number two. Yeah, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, she goes back and goes, technically, uh, Styles wasn't pinned or submitted, so you are five for six because you said the champion. You I know what? Say. I said a champion. I said this isn't raw. We have more than one champion on it. (laughs) I said a champion because it it knew it was either going to be AJ or Jeff, and Jeff took the fucking pin. That's a both champions. Two belts. There's two of them. Yeah, because the TV shows are so predictable and formulaic. Mm. The minute we saw that tweet, we all said it. I just sent the fucking tweet. We all knew what was going to happen. It's so formulaic. I hate this shit. Oh, what else happened? Ten man tag. Kane likes new NSYNC now or something. I don't well, get it. I, I like I love NSYNC. I, as <laughs> knows, I am a massive boy band fan, having been one myself. Um so no. I no. Yes. No, move Four on. Away. Four oh, away. Blah, blah, blah. People forget what you just heard. Move on. Move on. So yeah, so Kane is apparently a fan of the second greatest boy band in all of history, NSYNC, second behind Ford the Wind. <laughs> Um, he uh, this this whole thing, boy. I saw um, Sean Rassap had a great idea when they were talking about how stupid this is. He should be specific and town based on his boy band. So when he goes to Orlando, he'd have a different boy band that he references. So he referenced different boy bands in different towns. Like, why does it have to just be boy bands? When he's in Boston, can he just keep quoting Boston? He could do, but in Chicago, he can keep quoting Chicago. Now, when I, I don't want to sound like an old man, but back in my day. Kane would kill people. <laughs> so when did he have time to listen to fucking NSYNC? Well, it's a long way traveling from that Florida to Georgia on that line. Florida, yeah. Georgia line. Uh, uh, so basically, like the timeline of events. Uh, <laughs> this Sunday, we would be going into a Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass uh, chairs match or steps match or steps up. Ladder match TLC Kendo. The ref will be counting. Kane's mayoral candidacy on a pole match, whatever the hell they were going to be doing. <laughs> and Judy Bagwell on a fortress again. Because Big Cass got pissed in Italy and broke a door on a bus or plane or some shit. They had to think on their feet and Kane was available, so they got Team Hell No back together. And now Kane likes boy bands because reasons and things and they have two new t-shirts out already oh did you see that the best <laughs> comment i've seen so far it looks like a raisin with arms it <laughs> looks like you fuckers are trying to cook the red m&m you monsters <laughs> it's a badass t-shirt and bad i meant to say not badass it's bad it's bad and i would wipe my ass with it yeah uh, the only thing we didn't talk about was how that match was set up it was Miss tv so i ran for the hills there was a steven shaped <laughs> hole in the wall um, this now we've we've a theme from SmackDown now. Two weeks in a row, they've messed up uh, a line based around the tag team championships. So, what did she call them last week? The Smack Team Champions. Smack Team something. Champions. So this week there were the uh, you were tag team championships. I mean tag team champions. It's a disease now. It's like the injury bug. Once somebody flubs, it's going around. Prince Nevitt. Prince Nevitt. And I was like, you know, as we know, the Miz has never find me one where he hasn't fucked up a promo because he's okay. terrible. The one where he fucking ripped Enzo a new one for three minutes. Oh, he fucked that one up too. 
Watch it back. I've watched it back. It's terrible. It Poor Alonso was just there being entertaining and great. And that prick Miz shows up to ruin the deer in the headlights. <laughs> um, something happens. I don't care. I don't have time. I don't care. What happened? Uh, what? Everyone got seizures from the sanity entrance. Oh, the sanity entrance. And I did it again. I looked at the floor. Trust me, it helps. Uh, uh, bad shows this week. Bad, bad shows. Yeah, Terrible. dead air. Dead Terrible. air. Um, that dead air is about as entertaining as fucking Raw and SmackDown were. Yeah. Um, bad. But yeah, the, the big thing about all this is the main event. Um, Daniel Bryan picked up the win on Eric Young. Because, um, you know, Sanity don't need momentum after just being called up and forgotten about for three months. So they've uh, now, what, they've lost two matches in a row now? Or two, no, matches, two matches out of three, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Before we had Sanity cut a Bludgeon Brothers promo, and then the Bludgeon Brothers show up to cut a Bludgeon Brothers promo with them. So, yeah, <laughs> things like, you know, Sand is Bin Day. Tractors are Persian rugs. Things like that. Yeah. Fuck this. And then at the end, Brian tries to do the Kane thing where he raises his arms and the pyro hits. It took him three goals and he got it in the end. And then Kane did the yes chant. But that means they still have pyro. Yep, Kane gets pyro. <sighs> Steve, this week in wrestling. Um, pros, New Japan. Pros, <laughs> being the elite. Pros, Sin Cara. Cons, everything else WWE. Ah, I'd go along with that. Ah, pros Drew McIntyre. Mm. Like some some of the stuff around it wasn't great, but you can see they're building him to be something special. I hope His so. promo work on Raw was average. Yeah, but he's 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 Vinny and Trips's project at the moment. Yeah, he, he is going to be protected. He's going to be as protected at the end of days. And when he's performing like that on screen, I'll give him the respect and the props for it. But until then, he's not doing it for me right now. Ah, he's my boy. He's my boy. Let's just get on to this uh, predictions for the show. We all can't wait to watch. I have one prediction. Disappointment. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Have a Snickers. You're a dick. God, I can't wait for Sunday, boys. It's going to be so good. World Cup final. Yeah. It's not coming home. Do you know what? We'll just start. New Day versus Sanity. Tables match. I didn't know that was a tables match. I must have missed them on the fucking pre-show. Yep. So Steve won't be watching that. Hell no, I won't see this. I refuse to support the pre-show. There's no point. Uh, Gordo. If this was on the main card, I would have said Sanity. Um, I'm seriously questioning why this is on the pre-show at all. But uh, Sanity need a win. Fuck, I'm saying Sanity. Steve. Sanity and Nicky uh, bless his cotton socks before he decided to throw himself off a bridge. Also went for Sanity. Jesus, I'm gonna I'm gonna go New Day because I think they they I think they fuck Sanity already. They might as well give up. Ah <laughs> oh, Lord. So what? Do I, where's my shagging notes here? Here we go. So these are in no particular order except for the main event. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens, Steel Cage. Um, I'm gonna have to. I, I'm gonna do my usual thing. I'm gonna go with my my heart and not my head here, and I'm gonna say Kevin Owens. 
I don't see what, like why are you having him be so victimized through all this if he's not going to get something out of it. You can't have Strowman fucking win this, surely, if there was any bit of logic. So inevitably, Strowman will win, but I'm still going to say Owens. Steve? I am also going for Kevin Owens, strangely enough. Uh, I think there has to be some sort of payoff to this terrible, terrible story that they're having. Um, I have a a niggling feeling that we could see Lesnar possibly appear at this show, but uh, that's like a 0.001% chance of happening. Uh, but yeah, the same as Gordo. I just can't see them giving it to Braun. It just buries Owens even more. So yeah, I'm gonna go KO. Um, I was thinking KO by escaping through the door, maybe something, something shitty, you know, that kind of way. Braun uh, decides to climb over the top, and Kevin sneaks out through the door. Possibly, yeah. Which has been opened by Sami Zayn. Ah, because uh, he can help drag him out quicker as no, well. He's got, got no arms. Got no arms. Oh yeah, because of that. Number. Because of that stolen suplex, giving him vertigo. Yeah. Yep. Poor old Sammy. Because that's how Dr. Eamon does medicine. <laughs> uh, Nikki, Nikki actually also goes for Braun Stro- or, uh, for Braun by pinfall. Okay. Pinfall? Mm. Yeah, they, they've, they've announced it's one the pinfall cage match. Yeah, uh, so it's happening now. It's a pinfall. Mm. Not necessarily. You need to escape the cage. Mm. Bring back the old cage. I need the old cage. Need that old blue boy. Um, Finn Balor versus the constable Baron Corbin in a who cares? He's. Um, I'm gonna say itsy bitsy Balor. Uh, yeah, no fucking. I'm gonna say itsy bitsy Balor, but that may change because I'm thinking they may want to make Corbin look strong for when Jason Jordan comes back. Hmm. Steve, dead air. Dead air it is going to be Finn Balor, and Nikki also goes for Balor. I'm going to say Balor because I don't want to see him lose here. But uh, yeah, no contest. JJ is going to be back soon, and I have a feeling there's going to be something between him and Corbin. And I don't yeah. know if you put Corbin into that on a loss. Uh, DQ finish, maybe not a no contest. Finn Balor via DQ. Imagine having a no DQ. Uh, imagine having a DQ finish on something called Extreme Rules. Yep. <laughs> Can Paul that Hayman, Paul Heyman is turning in his Jew grave right now. <laughs> Can they do it? Can they do DQ? Oh yeah, yeah, but this this match isn't no DQ, so they can have a DQ finish on this Extreme Rules pay per view. Perfect. Then that's what's going to happen because it makes no sense. <sighs> the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers, some sort of a screwy finish, possibly involving sanity. Steve? I am going for the Bludgeon Brothers by a pinfall. Uh, Nikki is going for Team Hell No by pinfall. Yeah, split decision here, boys. I'm going Team Hell No as well. Got to do something with Kane while they have him. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I'd prefer if they'd done the whole boy band thing in a different a different one in each town every week rather than just rush the titles onto them. Yeah. Uh, the Leaders of Worlds on the red side versus the B team for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to have to be the Deleters. Then the B team have had the upper hand three weeks in a row going into it. We know how this goes. Yeah. Uh, I wish B team would win it and then we could have some sort of a weird thing at the Hardy compound where they could win it back on that, which would be fucking immense. But... Yeah, I don't see it happening. I think Hardy's winning this. 
Yeah. Steve. Yep. Myself and Nick both going deleters by pin. Yeah, I, I like the idea that the B team would win it and then you go and do the hard do the Hardy compound match. I think fuck it. I'm going B team. Well that makes no no I'm not deleters. I'm don't not, do it. Not, don't do it. That that's <laughs> how I normally do. That's how I normally do my break. Steven, look where that's got me in the predictions league. That's true, yeah. 20 Deleters. fucking points before anyone else. The leader's in a terrible, terrible match. I'm going to call that one. Um, Carmella versus Asuka with James Ellsworth suspended over the ring in a shark cage for the Women's Championship. The, the real winner here is the art of wrestling. The art. <laughs> Banner's podcast. What, yeah, what does art. that have to do with anything? I, ironically, that also features the... The rise of Irish women's wrestling because Martina is featured on that this week. Is she? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, sure. He was over last week, so he probably recorded somebody who was in Dublin. Oh, fuck. That's what's good. Does listen. He, does he interview her? Don't know. I didn't listen to it yet. Oh. Yeah, well, other people should go listen to that after they listen to us. Yes. Yeah. We've only got a few minutes left. Please uh, finish it out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think Ask a Winner is going to happen to SummerSlam, so I'm thinking Mella. Via some shenanigans from Ellsworth in the cage. Yeah, the cage is there for a reason. Shenanigans. I am going for Asuka to win by a submission uh, as a result of Ellsworth's involvement. So I think Ellsworth incidentally costs uh, Carmella the belt. Oh. Asuka's going to have her in the Asuka lock facing kind of down and Ellsworth is going to drop something from the cage onto Asuka to break it up. Oh, a piano. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nikki's also going for Asuka to win by pinfall uh, Mela somehow finds a way via James Ellsworth because they have to build up the fact that he's costing her matches a bit more uh, or costing other people matches a bit more and then you do it at SummerSlam probably Mela is money apparently uh, bored even talking about this show let's be honest with you uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax Extreme Rules match for Raw Women's Championship I couldn't give Less fucks I'm just nope. checking my pockets Not a single one Not nope. um, The field in which I harvest my fucks is barren That could be to do with the <laughs> weather But uh, it's fucking drought and everything here But um, yeah, no Then the Alexa's winning and we're going to have Alexa versus Ronda At SummerSlam Yep Yep, all going Alexa Yeah, not wasting any time Alexa uh, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the US title. Nakamura. Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Jeff yeah. is injured. Makes sense. Shinsuke needs to win a title match. This would be his seventh in a row that he'd lose. Yeah. Steve, yep. you're the only one. Uh, we're we're all going Nakamura here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just wondering how many dick punches uh, Jeff has to endure. Um, He's getting jumps during his entrance. I don't even think there's a dick punch in it. Ooh. That is a bold prediction, Gordo. Could it be a wild card, perhaps? I'm debating putting that as a wild card, so I probably shouldn't have given it away. Say but, no. uh, <laughs> is there any stipulation on this? Uh, no. Just pain. Every match at Extreme Rules should have a stipulation. Yeah, it's crazy. Why even do it? Mm-hmm. Call it bald cock or whatever that other thing used to be called. Great balls of fire. Great, great pile of bollocks. Ziggler versus Rollins in 30 minute Ironman match for the IC title. Rollins doesn't need this. Leave it on leave it on Ziggler. The hot potato on a belt like this for some for a match like this is pointless. Leave it on Ziggler. What uh, what's the result then? What's the scoreline? Uh three two Ziggler, but Rollins is gonna hit a curb stomp with three seconds left and just not be able to get the pin in time. Oh 
Another yeah. wild card, perhaps. That sounds good. Nikki Why would you believe my fucking wild cards in the air? <laughs> no, if, if you've said them, they're yours. We can't take them. No, no, no. You're, you're more than welcome to because more than one person has used the same wild card in the past. True. So. True. Uh, Nikki's gone for exactly the same score. Ziggler 3-2. I'm going Ziggler 2-1. Yeah, Ziggler 2-1 for me then as well. Um, Drew will just cost him the match. It's, you know, that's what's going to happen. I think as well there will be a disqualification one where Drew will cause a DQ by like maybe clattering the injured knee and that's going to essentially as soon as the rest period, because apparently that's the thing, uh, is over, it's going to be straight into a zigzag. So uh, Ziggler gets the pin back straight away. So we're no further along except for the fact that Rollins is injured. That um, is literally one of Nikki's uh, wild cards. And I swear to God, I have not opened it. My phone and my tablet are off over on the fucking Lies and deceit. Can't. Uh, it's what I say all the script. The script is there. That's the only thing I have on. So take a chair out and take 10 DQ losses in a row and beat the living piss out of someone with a chair. There's no consequences. You lose the 10 falls and you just go and get fall after fall after fall after fall because you've beaten the guy to within an inch of his life. I used to do it in SmackDown versus Raw every year. That's where I got it, because it was always my tactic. Beat the guy up, get his limbs all red, and then just pin him over and over again. <laughs> the easiest thing in the world. So Drew, the, what they should do, if you use the logic of the way they'll think, is that Drew McIntyre should go in and just get disqualified immediately with a big fucking chair, or throw him off a ladder, throw him through the Titan Tron, whatever it takes. Quick thing on this. Since the, re- since the whole thing happened on Raw, where he is now not barred from ringside, that means then the ref cannot send him to the back. Yeah, you can. Ref's decision is final. Uh, uh, 50-50 that a couple of months back the VAR that eh? yeah. but uh, yeah no technically I would imagine since he has won the match that means he's not going to be banned from ringside uh, he'll get thrown out you're yeah. out of here anyway moving on to the WWE Championship which will not main event because Roman and Lashley are main eventing AJ Styles versus Rusev for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles. I am going to say this is going to be a glorious Rusev day. Fucking, you're mad. I I want I want to believe that they are going to put the title on someone shocking between now and when these new TV deals come in. As something I said a few weeks ago, they need to build someone new. Rusev is over as fuck. He's selling merch like an absolute fucking monster. He's just throwing merch out and they're fucking selling like uh, I don't even know what. Condoms. The fucking ty- well, <laughs> not in Gordo's house. <laughs> not my house. There's no fucking need from around here. Um, Consensual penis. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I just think, it, fuck it, why not? Why not take the risk on putting the title on him now? I'll tell you why not, because they should have put it on Nakamura six times. They should have. Mm-hmm. They should have. And now, I, I also know the whole thing of AJ being on the cover of the video game. He is probably going to keep it, but I just want to believe. It's the usual Gordo but, thing of heart and head and he doesn't have the title on the on the game cover, so and Rollins didn't have a title when eighteen came out, so Yeah, but he had he had seventeen nicknames though, Steve. That is true. Like well, do Cole, you want... Cole got very zap about the way he introed the Kingslayer this week. Uh, it's the that Kingslayer. Oh no, it was here's Seth Rollins, the Kingslayer. He was either a late night radio or a creep on Tinder. <laughs> like James Ellsworth when he matched with Paige. Yeah. <laughs> Continuity. Uh so you're, where are you going, Steve? This is... It's got to be Styles. Um, both myself and Nick are going for Styles. Nick going for submission. I'm going for pin. Yeah. Um, probably, yeah. They haven't kind of done the whole thing where Rusev has been beating them up every week and making them tap, so... 
I don't know. I think pinfall as well. Yeah, I don't care. I really should care, but I don't care about anything on the show. Speaking uh, strangely of it, enough, though, it's actually going to be a great match. That's the only thing. Yeah. No ad breaks is always a help. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley in the main event for all the marbles or something. Is is like marbleist Bobby Lashley's job now or something? Yeah, he he holds the marbles, you see. And if people need marbles, he distributes them fairly and quickly. Okay, that's good. That's 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 a very noble profession. It is. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we're gonna have this great match, this fantastic main event worthy match between Roman Reigns and the Portaloo Pumper Bobby Lashley. Um, <laughs> I actually don't. I actually don't know who the fuck I want to lose this. <laughs> I've seen TV shows where they catch predators where the nicknames would be Portaloo Pumper. <laughs> Ah, oh, I need to watch the Catch a Predator. Damn it, I love that show. Chris <laughs> Hansen is Chris I'm Hansen Chris my day. Um, <laughs> right, so this is the worst swimmer, Bobby Lashley. Um, rowdy, rowdy, peeper. <laughs> <laughs> he takes pictures of women when they aren't looking. <laughs> the Portaloo pumper. You know, just for that alone, I think I have to go with the Portaloo pumper. Um, no, I think it's, uh, I think, the end goal here is still going to be Roman versus Bork Laser, so I'm going to say Roman. But uh, I won't put it past this young upstart who was after progressing from being a headlice inspector to uh, WWE main eventer, you know, by, by by way of being some pest controller. So uh, I, I just have this vision of you where you're sitting down in your study in your office, you're having a, a fine port, and you sit there with a pen and paper, a nice fine pen. Uh, no computers for you. And you sit down. I use a quill. A quill. Uh, actually, do you know what? You're the type of guy you've got a scribe. You dictate things. And all of your letters are signed off with Gordo, dictated but not read. He's got many <laughs> leather bound books. Many, many leather bound books. And you just come up with job titles for Bobby Lashley. <laughs> if only my job was that extravagant and wonderful. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Instead, I am essentially a sore swimmer, um, swimming the sores <laughs> to try and rid them of mice and other pests. <laughs> Much like Bobby Lashley, who was an absolute fucking pest <laughs> and the bane of my fucking existence, and I wish he would fuck off. Wow. <laughs> Where are you going with this one, Steve? So, Gordon, did you make your prediction? You said the big dog. Uh, yeah, the, the, the big dog's going to hunt. Yeah, I, I also think that the hunt will commence and the dog shall catch the rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's full house, lads. We're all going for the big deer. Yep, and that's Bobby Lashley. Done. Back to the land of Nod with Bobby. That's perfect because then he can go back to his previous job of being a fucking children's Santa in, <laughs> in some low, under, in some low uh, underprivileged fucking neighborhood. Oh, class. Uh, yeah, fuck this show, seriously. It's, it's amazing what six cans can do to me, boys. Yeah, I just don't care about extreme rules. Just, you know, getting a bit low over here. <laughs> Way, I've just cracked number seven. Lovely. Um, yeah, don't care. Um, if there's a if there's a show, I don't think I can be part of it. So one of you might be, one of you might be on the call, brother. It could be a three man booth, much like today. Yeah, but Nicky, anyway, but if we, if not, we can not Nicky Steve Murphy. <laughs> That's Steve's job. <laughs> That's Steve's job. You got your you got your hosting chops up to scratch this week. You did the World Cup one, and you did the OTT month in review. 
I haven't hosted since the one where you had sound issues. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the worst Never show ever. again. Yeah, worst show ever. <laughs> <laughs> the only show I've ever hosted turned out to be the worst show ever. It wasn't. I enjoyed that one. I got to be it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, it was, well, it was the show, the fucking TV shows were probably crap that week anyway. Um, yeah, I'd wrap this one up and now some funny sounds are going to play. Probably Enzo. We will be back again next week together once again for 39 before John leaves me for Aruba and for Aliens and for wherever else he is going after that. Yep, I've got a world tryst going on. I'm going to Aruba, New Mexico, back home for four days, then Ireland, then I come home and stay here. And we're not saying that it's going to happen, but the fingers are crossed. We're hoping the fates are aligning for maybe an in-person T3 two-bit meetup. I have promised them that I have corporate beer money. (laughs) So if they show up, I will buy some drinks for them. This is what I'm saying. I think if this looks like it may come to fruition, we have an official meetup that we want fans of both shows to come to the same location you guys are and celebrate with you. If we can work it out, I will tweet out where we're going to be. We could just have a big two-bit meets T3 drinking party. I think this would be this could be amazing. those two dickheads coming into our country like that trying to give us free beer calling us out on their their podcast thinking that they're great think oh, some sort of corporate who murder the fuck do they think they are you think no. in this week of all weeks calling people out like you know, you know what Steve? Yeah. i'm fucking glad i am glad because i've been waiting for months months and months and i've been praying that they'd call us out yeah, <laughs> uh, me too, Gordo. I mean, in, in the week of callouts, I was disgusted with this one now, and I, I think we're going to need people off the streets to separate us. Oh, um, fucking rabble, rabble! It's going to be a pull apart, and we're going to need a constable and everything to break this shit up. Yeah, constable, where the boys from the Take Two Takedown? Uh, they're going to be in. I think it's the end of August. It's around WrestleRama, is it? Or Scrappermania, whatever. Uh, WrestleRama. It's yeah. Um. So yeah, around that time, eighteenth, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Leading up to the weekend of SummerSlam. But basically, yeah, John says if we show up, he has corporate money and he's going to buy us booze. So it's going to be two money, 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 money. Perhaps we'll bring him to a fine dining establishment. Might bring him to headquarters. Headquarters. Hmm. Or do you want to go to the French restaurant? I wonder what kind of money is behind this this vehicle, this Take Two vehicle. Can they afford headquarters? I don't know. If John is saying that he's paying for food and booze, uh, booze alone is going to cost him. Yeah, like an average night out in Ireland, like, you know, we, like we drink about 14 pints and <laughs> half a bottle of whiskey. That's, that, that's at least like 5 million euro. And that's, the, that's the cans beforehand and the pizza afterwards. Yeah. too. And don't forget that conversion rate from dollar to euro as well. 
and he's brave enough to do this only a couple of days after my birthday. So Gordo's gonna have a baseline of drink in him. So <laughs> I, I, delivers, warmed, delivers warmed up at this stage. This is full flowing Gordo. Gordo is going to be in a constant state of inebriation. I don't plan on sobering up until three days after SummerSlam, boys. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So yeah, that'll be fun when they show up. Yep, uh, card's gonna be hot when he leaves. <laughs> Uh, I'll be good to catch up with them and uh, drink their money. (laughs) Consensual penis! (sighs) It's that time of the week, boys. Friday evening, Thursday night. And it's... uh, Gay babe. Gay babe. Yeah. Time to call it a day. And, and Gordo, do you remember where we have a show? Where, where one could find said show? I've, 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 I've consumed so many libations that I uh, struggle <laughs> to recall my own name right now. <laughs> uh, I will try. I, 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 will, I will attempt my best in uh, recalling these locations. But before you do. Yes, yeah, so you can find us on the Facebook on facebook.com forward slash 2-bit sports that is where we will post most of our articles boo facebook is all shit boo <laughs> just because some of us are not on the facebook uh, you can also find us on the twitter machine at twitter.com forward slash 2-bit wrestling where, where we can bear to watch Raw and Smackdown we live tweet them we will also be live tweeting this weekend if I stay awake um, <laughs> we, will, we also just post pretty much whatever the hell we want to think about wrestling just we argue with people, have a bit of a laugh, post loads of Simpsons memes, all the fun stuff, and all the bad stuff. Um, you can also find most of our articles where we put up like Raw reviews, SmackDown reviews, review pretty much everything except Impact 205 Live and NXT uh, on our main website, which is 2bitsports.com, where you can also find some soccer-related content, other sports-related content, and also video game-related content. To be fair, the only reason we stopped the 205 and NXT is because people weren't reading it. The demand yeah. wasn't there. We'd love to yeah. keep talking about that. No demand. There was actually some weeks there was slightly more demand for Impact. That's how fucking little demand we were getting for these. Mm-hmm. That's fucking shocking. Um, mm-hmm. The main thing, the thing that you're here for, the thing that you know we do every week is this podcast. It's the consistent. It's the it's what we really hang our hat on. Is it's this the podcast. money maker? It is. It's it's what means we can afford to have such lofty headquarters and be able to eat in fine dining such as McDonald's, <laughs> uh, hold of the Grande Mac, <laughs> um, and the and the McChicken Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this podcast which you can find on uh, other places where we go for fine banquets too lavish banquets lavish banquets such as Kentucky fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> and seriously I can only put on weird fucking accents so much uh, but yes this podcast you can find wherever you found us we're on this this very platform every week um, and since we don't know what platform you're listening on you can find us on SoundCloud Stitcher uh, Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts, anywhere that any of those feed into, so pretty much anywhere except Podcast One and Spotify. Uh, maybe someday we might end up there, but we need to start making money first. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube, where we post some of our live shows, our live post shows, OTT reviews for any of the Irish out there. 
um, and every so often the podcast might make it up there are just some clips if there's any major breaking news that's on YouTube you just search for 2-Bit Sports subscribe like some of the videos subscribing is key we don't have a name on it yet we need subscriptions subscribe to us please um, yeah and as I said the main hub for everything which you'll be able to find links to everything I've just rambled about is indeed 2BitSports.com hey, Gordo you deserve another can for that he can take no more <laughs> I'm up for work in five hours, boys. <laughs> hey. Yeah. The fire is closed. <laughs> hey. I have one can left. Hey. Look, I think the show has gone quite long, actually. It's about two hours. It's one of those mammoth episodes. God damn it. That was the last episode. That's true. Oh, that was, I guess, what, 17 hours? Yeah. I wonder if I can find any of the old true last episodes. Because I know I have them saved somewhere. I don't even want to listen to them. I imagine they're terrible. <laughs> we're still trying to find our feet. Not as terrible as an episode of Monday Night Raw. Way. But yeah, um, Nikki may be back next week. But if you miss his voice, you can check out the uh, OTT Month in Review podcast, as Gordo mentioned, on the YouTubes. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, at 2 Wrestling, follow us. Retweet. Uh, all those things. Whatever you do. And uh, yeah, call it a day. Say goodnight, all boys. Night God! Hangman Page. Hangman Page. Hangman Page.